talk about it's an emergency broadcast change the bulb it's an emergency yep. it's venezuela because it's a bit of a hot topic so we thought we'd have a look at it mm. and educate me on not um, only uh, yeah. not only a where venezuela is <laughs> geographically speaking but also what the fuck's going on there so it's learn along with gaz and okay. it, this and week, then, to be fair because i've had to learn a lot of this in in a couple of days, and um, I, I wasn't following this. In all fairness, I've been too, I've been too frothing at the mouth over Brexit. I'm a bit of a political nerd, so I've been following it for a bit. Um, I haven't. <laughs> <laughs> see the new Avengers teaser. I did actually. Uh, it's uh, it's very brief. Not a lot happens. It just I think it shows Captain America in a sort of like self help group situation. Right. Do you know what I mean? Oh, like, I don't even seen that. There's a poster on the wall, yeah, like, no, they're gone, what yeah. do you do kind of thing. And he says, like, some people move on, not us. And then you see another shot of, like, him and the ones that are left walking through Avengers, and it's like, yeah. not us. And that's it, quite sombre, but, ooh, we'll get your nerd boner fucking raging. <laughs> Good moments. Well more interested than Brexit, if you ask me. It is. And <laughs> is more fucking interested than Brexit. Yeah, I did see a picture today. In a bucket is more interesting. <laughs> so <laughs> that's the next Facebook Live post. <laughs> sitting in a bucket. I can't. Try and prove it's more interesting than Brexit. <laughs> I saw this on Twitter basically, so I don't know the full story. It's like I know that that guy Donald T Tusk, not Trump, said something about there's a special place in hell for you people, and then it showed a picture today. Somebody tweeted it was a picture of Mr. Tusk. Like some protest like when he was very young, right? And he's yeah, like, that, he's got yeah, like yeah. a denim jacket with a bit of. He looks like a, just a student, you know, like a normal, not an elite person. No, then there is a picture of Reese Mug, right? And I'm telling you, he's about 12 years old in the picture, possibly younger. He's a child, and he's wearing a full like man suit, <laughs> a man suit with like a sheepskin <laughs> coat and a monocle. Yeah. <laughs> oh lord. No wonder he grew up to be... A twat. Oh, but I couldn't help but thinking, as seeing his picture, it would have been amazing if a bus had hit him while he was stood there posing. <laughs> I think that massive house behind him is actually his house, probably, as well. <laughs> That's my political knowledge of this week. So, yeah, so we should probably explain, Ben. Uh, and got a bit of a show, too. Some new listeners. Yeah. Well, we got them Vietnam. Yeah. Spain, Austria, Spain, Austria, Indonesia. We had Indonesia before. Philippines, Hong Kong, Hong Kong. Sixty-eight. Ooh. Yeah. So thanks for all the listeners. Yes, thank you very much. Keep listening. It's appreciated. Let us down, UK. Uh, and if you're bots, thanks as well. I guess yeah, don't I take don't, over. I don't care. As long <laughs> as you're listening to podcasts and not taking my job or raping my anus. <laughs> <laughs> actually, I've got one thing. 
big in the news this week, Liam Neeson. I thought he was going to say one thing for my anus. Liam Neeson's got something for my anus. <laughs> yes. It's a cosh. Actually, I'm white, I'll be fine. <laughs> and I've never raped anybody. <laughs> If you haven't heard the story, listener, I should probably clarify because that would have sounded like some very weird things of me to just say. <laughs> Context is key. Uh, yeah, what, what did he, he said? It is because his new film's called Vengeance, so he's talking yeah. about the act of revenge and feeling vengeful, and he regaled the interviewer. I don't know why. I do think it was a peculiar story to pick, but he obviously wasn't thinking of. Today's yeah, modern he, outrage. He's been a bit too truthful. Maybe yeah. she just not said anything. Too much truth. She asked yeah. him about venge, revenge, vengeful feelings, and he tried to think of a genuine time in his life when he genuinely felt it. And you're, you're right, bang on, Mike. He gave an honest answer, and it proved to be too much for the what world of social media. He said his friend got raped. And he heard it was a black guy. Yeah, so he walked around with a cosh for about a week just looking for a black guy. Yeah to take out his revenge and then he saw sense and the shame and the error of his ways of labelling an entire, you know, you can't, just because one black man yeah. did something very bad to his friend, he cannot. Well, I'm with John Barnes on this. And, and me. That, yeah, you saw the interview with yeah. John Barnes as well. Because he's black so he can talk about it and like, <laughs> everyone else can shut the fuck up, really. But well, I'm, I'm open to the other, you know, the other side as well. Completely mm. understand their anger at it. But I mean, I'm also with John Barnes as well. I'm sort of on the fence here. Really. It was I'm took really. out of context, and for, for the listener, if you don't know, John Barnes said, give him a medal, you know, because he was talking about having those feelings, realising those feelings are wrong, and being honest about it, you know. And But I loved what John Barnes said as well. It was about like people like Piers Morgan and that, being offended on behalf of black people, Yeah. if you know what I mean. He's like, what do He's you know about being black? You can't tell a black person how they feel and stop... By saying black people, in quotes, are offended by this, you're not individualising us. That's it. Of you're... course you respect the fact they're offended by it. Yeah. They've got the complete right to. Yeah. I just think, you know, in context, what John Barnes was saying makes sense as well. And to me, I don't think anything Liam Neeson said... If, if he'd have ended the story with, and you know what? <laughs> I still fucking hate the guns. Yeah. <laughs> this fucking day. Every time I fucking see one, I feel yeah. me, me cosh fingers. <laughs> Trenching it away. Yeah. <laughs> But no, he didn't, did he? He said, I saw the error of my ways and how ridiculous my feelings were. And wrong. Yeah, I'm paraphrasing, thing, but... Same thing is happening in America with that politician Tulsi Gabbard. Mm. And she was um, anti-gay because her father was an anti-gay activist. Yeah. Right. And she's come out and said, now, look, my beliefs were wrong. They were, you know, I, I've thought more about what those beliefs were and how they impacted other people. I've come yeah. to believe now that that was wrong, wrong thinking. Are they forgiving her? I say fuck. Exactly, <laughs> see, people aren't allowed to change, you can't grow. As you, well, they don't want it because it's anti-war. Mm. My favourite change story this week is uh, an anti, uh, he was an anti, a gay conversion guy for the Mormons, who's now in a homosexual relationship. Well, there you go. Which is nice. The bigger the front, the bigger the back. Like, to quote Joe Rogan, uh, yes, I am a fan. People that go on the loudest about you know, anti-homosexual, you know. Yeah, yeah. Are the ones that deep down are secretly terrified that dick is yummy. <laughs> you know what I mean? They're definitely, the louder they go on about it, the more likely they are to be. Yeah, you're right. I agree with that. 
I do. Well, Joe's right. I hate sexy people. <laughs> God, I hate sexy people with their big dicks. <laughs> you must really hate. Me. I'm always banging on about it, aren't I? About how much I hate sexy people. I never knew you felt that way about me. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> That's all I've done for you. I'm sexy. Uh, somebody so tell me I'm sexy. <laughs> Imagine if this is somebody's first show. You should probably tell them what the fuck's going on. Yeah. Man. How does it work? In a bit, we're going to talk about Venezuela. But first, we're going to do weird news. There's going to be sort of 20 minutes, half an hour about that. And where we discuss some uh, random stuff we found on the net this week. Let's get the boys' views on this week's weird news. So uh, let's crack on. What have we got first then? From the Daily Mail. Oh, the Daily Mail, a fine, reputable piece of net pol- uh, journalistic integrity. Uh, although it has yeah. been scientifically proven now. <laughs> Not <to> be. <laughs> <laughs> but I saw the headline. Uh, I was wooed by the headline. Deadly disease that turns deer into zombies has spread to 26 states, new report warns. Amid fears, it could one day be transmitted to humans. Oh, yeah, that's pretty Don't get bit by a zombie, do you? When they say zombie, right? They don't mean undead in this scenario. Yeah, I was going to say, like, they walk around with bits <laughs> of them missing, going... <laughs> I don't know what sound a deer makes. <laughs> Couldn't tell you to <laughs> That's close enough. Perhaps. Fuck it, why not? <laughs> like, all, like, their horn, their di- antlers, horns, you know, like, crumbled away with, you know, gore on them and stuff. Oh, they're catering wow. gore. That's where they're yeah. hanging their victims from oh. to feast. Eating you know. brains. Yeah. <laughs> and they're walking really slowly, though, on four, like... They are walking really slowly. Yeah. Um, so a, um, a deadly infection that's come to be known as zombie deer disease is spreading across North America, a new report warns. Formerly called chronic wasting disease, the illness attacks the brain, spinal cord and other tissues in deer, elk and moose. It eventually leads to death, but not before causing the animal to dramatically lose weight and coordination and become aggressive. Mm-hmm. Oh. That's more of a sheep, isn't it? You've had a lot of experience with them, I'm sure. Hey! (laughs) You've admitted it several times. It's my my national pastime. (laughs) Uh, Never leave home without your Velcro gloves. Well, that had rugby, guys. (laughs) (laughs) What do you think you do after a good rugby game? How do you celebrate? (laughs) Chuck a sheep in the shower, isn't it? Not a, uh, a, d- a zombie deer, though. Never <laughs> no. a zombie deer. <laughs> Not even for a laugh. <laughs> no. <laughs> According to the uh, CDC, that's the Centre for Disease Control, isn't it? Yeah. I learned that from The Walking Dead. Well, from that time you had herpes. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't go all the way to America to do my herpes treated gas. This was the NHS. Super herpes. I know, I went all the way to Timbuktu. <coughs> that's, where you ca- that's where you called it for. <laughs> Is Timbuktu a real place? I don't know, is it? I think so. I don't know. I also also don't care. It's not the only one that's listening in Timbuktu. They're not listening. They might be. They've got Macau and Hong Kong, so why not? Do you think they've got the internet in Timbuktu? Might have. It's probably a really well-developed country and I'm an absolute ignorant prick. That's why I'm talking on the internet. Hello. Ah. What is a zombie deer? Though warnings over zombie deer disease over the past few years have caused many to draw parallels to the mad cow epidemic, there's so far no evidence that people can be harmed by infected meat. Fucking hell. Imagine if during the mad cow disease uh, scare in Britain, 
if it was called zombie cow disease, oh. I would have been, get those cows <laughs> on the fire! <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? There'd have been no shame. Oh, it's such a shame burning all those cars. Burn the cows! <laughs> a horde of zombie cows rampage in the streets devouring people as they try to flee. That's not a pleasant fucking... People get killed by cows all the time in Britain, in the country. So then again, being impaled by a zombie deer's antlers and then having your legs eaten off while <laughs> just hung up there. That's not a good way to go either. You should be kept. You're a dog walker. Dog walkers, there's like. I've never found a body. There's know. a large statistic of dog walkers get trampled by cows because they think, oh, we can walk past the nice, gentle cows. And they weigh like five tons each. <laughs> and they fucking storm you because your dog was getting excited and you die. Many people die this way. Don't go by the cows. I then. don't. There's no cows in Telford. Good. They all got stabbed. But <laughs> <laughs> it'll be slaughtered. It's a very stabby town. <laughs> well, they got sold into child sex slavery. Oh, God. Cow grooming gangs. <laughs> the two things this town is famous for. Knife crime and sex slavery. I've got underage pregnancies. Oh, God, yeah. We yeah. used to be tough at that, didn't we? We did. We couldn't even keep that up, though, could we? We lost that title. Fucking shithole. <laughs> <laughs> article, if you scroll down a bit, says that this can be passed on to, uh, what are them little monkeys called? They're macaws. Macaws? Yeah. Macaques. Macaques, that's it. Um, so there's a theory that it can jump to us. So if your macaque gets it, gets bitten by a zombie deer, don't put your dick in its mouth. <laughs> or let it anywhere near you, in all fairness. Kill it. Kill it with fire. Kill it with fire. Deodorant can, lighter. Yeah. It's going to suck for the monkey and I don't want to hear that sound. <laughs> I'm a burning, aggression-fueled monkey <laughs> coming at your eyes. Imagine the screams. <laughs> oh, fuck. Well, do you know what they used to do in the old times when they used to fight elephants? No. They used to smear pigs Who was in oil. Fighting? Smear pigs in oil. A fight, with, a fight with... Fight against I'm elephants. A, I was going to say, who's fighting with an elephant? <laughs> I mean, in armies, oh, some of the yeah. armies had elephants. Yeah, they did Hannibal, not yeah. most notably. They used yeah. to smear the pigs in oil, right. set them on fire, <laughs> and make them run towards the enemy. Yeah, that's true. Scare yeah, the elephants. wasn't just the elephants, it was really effective at breaking up mass troop formations. Terrific, <laughs> 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 oh, is it? Of course, the bonus is sometimes you might get a bit of fried pork after the battle if you survive. <laughs> But couldn't you just get, a bit overdone. get one of your braver men to just sort of grab it really quick and spin it round 180 degrees and send it back? It's, it's going to keep running wherever it goes and just turn it around. Off you go that way. <laughs> Chaos. Yeah, um, that was a legitimate tactic, yeah. Wow. Mind you, no more so than the, the Russians who in World War Two decided they were going to use tanks to, pla use a, to lay anti-tank mines. Under the tanks, right. it was a one-way trip for the dog. The dogs, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah the bomb dogs. And they were bastards, bastards. But is they realised that uh, because they, the, the hilarious thing is them. Well, not hilarious to the dogs. So they tra in the training missions, mm. they used um, diesel fueled tanks. All the German tanks were petrol fueled. So when they actually tried to use the dogs, mm. they all ran for the diesel fueled tanks, which are the Russians, and blew them up. Uh, well, well. <coughs> Bit of revenge for the dogs, at least. Didn't yes. they attach machine guns to dolphins? <laughs> no, I don't think so. That's from like a 90s cartoon. Was it? Isn't it Waterworld, the movie? No, <laughs> like, it's the modern equivalent. G.I. Joe had something like that. <laughs> well, we don't like pigs on fire anymore, but like, 
Could you like set a drone on fire and just fly fly it into somebody? It uses a missile nowadays. It's the same thing, isn't it? Just thinking, how do you weaponize fire these days? You you couldn't get a pig; they'd be up in arms. So, like that drone on fire. You get incendiary rounds. You could have. You got white um yeah incendiary rounds. Attach one of those Chinese lanterns to the bottom of a drone. Yeah. And then you've weaponized fire. I mean, you just fly it in somewhere. True. That's flammable. That's key. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you're using fire. So, um, so yeah, that's that. We could all be bitten by zombie deers. Are these all the states? I'm pointing to a picture yeah. for a listener. It's showing a diagram of all the states that are affected with zombie deer, and it looks like quite a lot. Yeah. Oh, they're not all states, are they? They're those county. are outbreaks. There's obviously a major outbreak in cent- the centre of the USA. Wow. And it's spreading into Canada as well, apparently. Watch out for the zombie deer apocalypse. We'll have to look forward to that. Yep. Wow, things are going swimmingly. <laughs> they are. Yeah, like uh, it's going by the book, some might say. Oh, God. <laughs> some might say the prophecy is coming true. You got all biblical. You been reading the Bible or something? Jesus will return. <laughs> I will return. <laughs> oh, have you become a born again Christian? Yes, in the weeks since you've seen you. No, that's all right. It does sound all a bit like it's going by the book, though, doesn't it? It's I a bit know. weird, it doesn't it? Mention all of this crap that's yeah, going the, on. The, the yeah. maniacs, the, the right wing Christians, they actually want this to happen and they're forcing it. Yeah, so that's yeah, they're forcing it to go by the book. What if? What if? The crazy man that you see in every town, every city, on a Saturday, standing there, being ignored by everyone in the city centre, yeah. screaming about the end. What if they're? <coughs> what if they're the ones that are right? Well, they're probably not though. Might be. Yeah, but they also Might believe be. there's an imaginary man in the sky. Stranger things have happened. No, I'm joking. <laughs> if this is your first episode, I've been a bit weird so far. I'm not religious or racist. I'm just fucking about trying to make a funny podcast. But um, why was I talking about God anyway? I don't know, but let's get the next article. That sounds like a plan. A jogger killed a mountain lion with his bare hands after it attacked him on a trail. And I'd like to give my hardest bastard of the year so far award to this man. <laughs> oh, wow. He's up there. Well, he's not. He's not beating that Australian bloke who got part of his leg bit off. Then went for a beer. Wow. Did he? Yeah, he got like, he got attacked that. by a shark. Got part of his leg bit off. Had it all bound up and went to the pub. What a tough bloke. A man who was not been identified was travelling on the West Ridge Trail at Horsetooth Mountain Open Space in Fort Collins when he heard something behind him. When he turned around, he saw the mountain lion. The animal lunged at him and bit him on the face and wrist. Fuck. The runner, however, fought back. He was able to suffocate the animal with his bare hands, yeah. killing it. He did not, didn't use any weapons. That's an odd bastard, to be fair. Yeah. I bet he knew a bit of jiu-jitsu, and that's why it came to his mind, like, I've got to choke this cunt. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. suffocate, he didn't put out a plastic bag from his rucksack and put it over <laughs> his go head. Off. <laughs> didn't, you know, he must have put some sort of, he must have choked the fucker to death. Yeah, right? with his bare hands. Yeah. yeah. But, but I bet he was... I bet he knew his shit, basically. He knew what I'm saying. Sort of... He like put on a proper like you know jujitsu fucking rear naked chokehold. Like, <laughs> fucking... I think more than like the lion was on top of him, biting his face, mm. and he just grabbed it round the throat and squeezed as hard as he could. He must have possibly like... while punching it. He must have hands like fucking 
<laughs> Who was he? Like fucking? Did it attack Captain America over his morning job? <laughs> Maybe. Andre <laughs> <Wonder> the Giant. <laughs> <laughs> or like Dog Man. <laughs> you attack the wrong half breed cat. <laughs> this guy's half Bigfoot. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> He hasn't been identified. <laughs> That's it. They can't. They they can't give away the. They can't give away the big no. seeker, the bigfoot jogs. <laughs> Son of bigfoot. Jogging. He invented jogging. Some hippie in the seventies saw it out in the woods, and he was so tripped out that he didn't. You know, he, he just put it down to the drugs, and he spread jogging. I thought, I thought Forrest Gump invented jogging. Oh yeah, he did actually. Didn't he? I'm the smiley face. Yeah. That Forrest Gump. He should be president. <laughs> the sequel, he pretty will be. <laughs> I don't know what democracy is. <laughs> but I know I like it. <laughs> that's, that's the entire thing he runs on. Uh, he still do a better job than Trump. Not Donnie Tolly, Hans is wonderful. <laughs> oh, look, he, he called for, for a bit of calm the other day, didn't he? Now, this is a little bit I caught on a podcast that... In his State of the Union, he, he says, I, I don't want martial law, and we need a bit of calm down now, everybody. I'm not going to, you know... That's because he knows everyone's against his wall, even the the public. Well, so he's but you still... That want it. But this is the point, though. Everyone still jumped on his ass, because I know he's a prick, but all I'm saying is... He had to back down, didn't he? Yeah, but shouldn't they have commended the fact that he did it, and he was like, look, let's all chill out a bit now. No one can praise him, see? They refuse to... And if you do, then you're a MAGA hat wearing. <laughs> oh, I like the fact that the MAGA kid. I tell you what, I do praise him on the North Korea talks. Mm-hmm. You know, he's done well there to get. Yeah, conversations he's, just, yeah going he's told North Korea, all right, stop making nukes and some arrangement. But then he's pulled out of the massive one with Russia about the nuclear arms. Well, that's so, what I mean. Yeah, I, I didn't you, say that, did I? Yeah. I, I oh, said sorry, North wait. Korea. Russia, I don't. I, obviously, I don't condone it. I'm against him on it. Well, well you, you win some, you lose some, do you know what I mean? Yeah, some are school drawers. Yeah, but there's North Korea are 20 years away from getting a missile anywhere near America, and the Russians are developing a new generation of nuclear weapons called fucking Lucifer 2. Ah, what are they? <laughs> they're better than the original Lucifer. What have the Russians ever done? I've seen Rocky 4. <laughs> I could change. You could change. We could all change. That's what's going to happen. There's going to be a sporting event, and we'll all be friends. Well, right. the people in the deep state don't change, that's a problem. No. But they're the ones trying to manipulate civil war, aren't they? Maybe. I don't need your civil war. <laughs> it's coming true. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. But yeah. The bloody will end. Eventually, it's, even in this country, it's a possibility. I mean, countries, both countries are massively split. The South will rise again. Well, they'd have a go. Imagine if that was in this country. The shaft will rise again. No, you won't, you fat cunt. It's too cold up here for you. <laughs> we, we drink proper drink up here, you're not fucking lager. You can't afford the train up here. <laughs> oh, bear in mind, none of us can even afford a sandwich in post-Brexit Britain. But no. I've also been told that might all be scaremongering. Well, it's quite possible, isn't it? Yeah, it and is then possible. everything might just be like... Yeah. A bit like, remember the Millennium Bug? Yeah, but people spent like 10 years working on that. 
mm. to get it out of the system, like updates, software updates for literally everything they can think of that might cause a system, a system well, crash. Well, if there's no deal, then we're going to have panic stations, aren't we? Because we've got to get trade deals done and all this shit. Yeah, and done nothing, have years. yeah but we haven't got to do that, have we? Well, no, we so we're going to sit back and have a cup of tea. Yeah, we and wait till it all goes over. We need a trade deal. There's no tea because. We know. just have deals with China. We need to trade deals with China to send the boys on the apocalypse. We're not leaving. <laughs> yeah, we're, not, we're not leaving India, mate. We're yeah, too stoned as fuck and trying to negotiate a trade deal with the Chinese. <laughs> they might be stuck at the ports. What are we doing? Nobody's going to wave them through. Are they? On the, they said if there's well, a no deal. If there's a Chinaman on the, on the bow, wave them through. No, no, it's all the, all the lorry backlog. Mm. Like, you know what we're trying to take back our borders and make Britain more secure? If it all goes tits up... I don't want it to be so secure a, we can't eat. And there's a backlog, right. they're just going to wave all the lorries through without even going to check them. I told Isn't you that. that. Didn't I say that yeah. in Brexit? I said that and you laughed at me and you said there could be a bomb in there. Well, and I said, yeah, and loads that. of free drugs. That's the point though, isn't it? There could be a bomb in there. There won't be. There'll be loads of, be of fucking... Full of guns. It'll be full of fucking Syrians. That wasn't a racial comment. That was the point about Brexit, was making the border secure again. Well, isn't that even more... Fucking hilarious! Exactly. <laughs> the gammons will be fucking even redder. They'll be so red they'll fall over. Yeah, but that'll cause a massive strain on the already overstretched NHS if all the gammons have a heart attack on the same day. So what you're saying is either way we're fucked. <laughs> yeah. Wow, I've had a lot of coffee today. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, that's that article. <laughs> <laughs> Next one. Yes, please. Yes. <laughs> right. Quote. He looks like me. <laughs> Pooh-wood gas spits on his own face in campaign to make men love their bums. To be clear, it is poo. It is poo. Atlas Talisman, 37, from Sydney, Australia, says he's happy to be the butt of jokes in his bid to break down the stigma. What stigma? I just don't know. (laughs) So a self-proclaimed poo wizard has smeared (laughs) his own faeces over his face in a bid to break down stigma attached to the male rear end. Atlas Talisman, 37, believes men's bums have fallen under societal shame in the present day because of homophobic and germophobic well, values. The germophobic, I'm with that. Yeah, smearing pee yeah. on your face. I mean, alright, I might not use the fucking Purell every time I go to the toilet, but I'm pretty sure the smearing shit on my face is not hygienic. <laughs> and is this how is this how the gays do it? I <laughs> <laughs> you can wow. tell that gay. You, you look like a lovely, charming man, but there's only one way to know for sure. Oh, don't, don't tease me. Here it comes. <laughs> Poopy face. No, they don't. So what does one been shit on your face even prove? And your name's Atlas. Get to fuck. Atlas Tannis, man. Gonna, it's it's not a real name. You yes, made that up. He's got a man bun like you. <laughs> For the fucking listener, I have not got a man bun. I simply have my hair tied up like a you manly man. You said when you walked in, it was a man bun. <laughs> Yeah, but that sounds a bit, you know, wanky and like, <laughs> my name's Jeffrey and I drink my tea from a recycled jam jar. I don't. I'm a man. I drive a van. He's and I ogle women. He's also made a painting head of his own shit. Oh, God, he's deranged. <laughs> That's fucking vile. He's, he wants, but he's clearly, he, am I genuinely supposed to believe that his family name is Talisman? No, I think he's changed his of name. Of course he, Atlas <laughs> Talisman. And did it say he was Australian? Yeah. New Zealand? Australia, he's from Sydney. Atlas. I'm Atlas 
Taliban, I nearly said then. Atlas Taliban. <laughs> well, then. Isn't he the bloke who wraps the shite on his face? Oh, Read what it. he says in, oh. in the accent then, guys. Where does it start? For too long, the anus has been associated with homo or pervert or dirty, which make men scared of exploring this part of the body. The rectum has been put, quote, out of bounds, and it's time to reconnect with it in celebration, and I've gone a bit, I've lost the accent, and respect. I know that it takes someone to dive in face first <laughs> and get this topic out in the open, so I guess that person is me. Oh, Do you feel that we have a problem with our bums? Do you think uh, we should particularly? Well, is he it just doesn't come up in conversation no. very often. From day one. How's your ass, Ben? It's alright, thanks. How's your ass, Mike? Not too bad, mate. Not too bad. Mine's fine too. So there you go. Atlas, you can stop rubbing shit on your face. Have a wash and get a fucking job. Stop looking so much like Gaz. Fuck off. Leave man bun. I knew. As soon as I put my hair up this morning. Shall I leave it in for tonight? I should take it out. Ben's bound to comment, but oh, never mind. It's just hair. But yes. At least I'm not ripping your socks. What's wrong with my socks? Green with apples on them. Yeah, yeah well. Well, it's okay. <laughs> and for the listener, I'm not some like hideous monster. <laughs> I sleep in the arms of a lovely woman, so I'm comfortable in my man bun green apple socks. <laughs> not Apple the phone, I'm not a corporate whore. Just a shit fashion. <laughs> so Read the fucking news. Next story. Oh, Enough that's of last one. We're on to Venezuela. Fucking hell. So, um, Mike, let's start with Venezuela. You're educating me as well as Gaz this week. Yeah. So, okay, uh, it's in South America, as Gaz rightly knew. Hey! How many, so, how many million people live there? Do they Gaz? speak a bit Spanishy then? They do. So, mm. all of my generic. South American accents will be fine. Yes, hey. in theory. That was a little bit. How many millions? No, sorry. <coughs> is it small? Hey. Is it small? Um, thirty million. Thirty million spot on. Yeah. Yeah, hey, yeah. The the stuff I so, watched did sink in. For scale, what's Britain? Sixty-five. Oh, okay. yeah, that's, that's maybe nearly seventy. Still quite a lot of people. Thirty million, I guess. Then isn't it? But it's not a yeah. you know. It's not huge. Yeah, until recently had the the world's best economy in South America. Wow. So better than the world, better than yeah. Brazil. But how do you rank so. best? Like what? Like GDP. Oh, okay. Well, they coming out product. from uh... oil. The world's oh. largest oil reserves. Oh, now I know why it's in there. Yeah. <laughs> you got it straight away. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to build up to it, but Gaz has guessed it. Fucking hell. That's how predictable they are. <laughs> they don't change. They're just no. not lying anymore. 95% mm. of their exports oil. <laughs> yeah. What's the other 5% like novelty gifts or something? Cocaine. <laughs> Possibly. I don't know. Probably bananas. They're next to Colombia, so maybe. Cocoa or. Sugar, whatever, I don't know what they grow down there. Venezuela. Coffee beans. Cocaine. Oil. Just. I'm surprised that we didn't invade it during the early 2000s. Well, too many. <laughs> they did try. <laughs> right, so this all happened because on January the 23rd this year, as recording is the 8th of February, the US recognised Juan Guaido as president. 
Right. What's so, up with him then? Did he win an election? Well, should we have what the US said about him? Yes. His little, little clip. Only 30 seconds. Yesterday, in solidarity with the Venezuelan people, and out of respect for Venezuelan democracy, the United States proudly recognized National Assembly President Juan Guaido as the interim president of Venezuela. The time for debate is done. The regime of former President Nicolas Maduro is illegitimate. His regime is morally bankrupt. It's economically incompetent. And it is profoundly corrupt. But were they democratic? Yeah, democratically. <laughs> you knew what I meant. Yeah. Yay! This one guy the National Assembly. Mm. So effectively, he's like the, the the Speaker of the House right. in the US. Right. So it's like China basically saying, "Look, Trump, you made a mess of the economy. Mm. You know what we're going to do? We're going to come in. We're going to install Nancy Pelosi, who is the Speaker of the House, as president." Right. It's effectively what is similar. But why do America get to say to well, these? Oh yeah. Hey. Question in it. Imagine now then, if somebody. Jealous Juan Guaido. Eighty-one percent of the population didn't even know who he was. Well. So it's like now to get this straight in my head. It's like because load of shits going on with Brexit. They're fucking everything up. No deal happens, and like I don't know, Turkey or someone's just like, right, you lot, you fuck this up way too much. <laughs> fuck off over. Here's your new leader. Yeah. Yep. It's no different, is it? leader, 81% probably don't know who he is. Oh, uh, yeah, because John Mergo's the speaker of the... Yeah, But why do America... It's like, it's like is it because it's the United... They're still part because of America? Team America, world police. Fuck it. America. Yeah. Fuck, Fuck yeah. yeah. Gotta save the motherfucking day, yeah. Yeah. Bastards. Well, then... Sorry, Mike. It's funny <laughs> how they keep saving all these oil-rich places, though, isn't it? Strange, isn't it? Never bother with anywhere like shit. Where really bad stuff's happening. Like yeah. Lots of African countries where, like, you know, child soldiers and all that. Ah. Yeah. Well, shall I give you a bit of history? Yeah, yeah. Okay. The political history of Venezuela. Can I, can I give you a fact? If you haven't got it already. Oh, actually, have you got Guan Guaido? We'll, we'll find out what who he is. Can we call him Guido? Yeah. Because he just sounds funny. Could be Guido. I don't know who it is. Be fair. I think Guido is an Italian chap. Hang on. So uh, Juan uh, Guido was uh, he's the uh, Juan. president. Juan. 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 <laughs> Guido is a uh, he's the president of the National Assembly of Venezuela. He's been on that position since the fifth of January, twenty nineteen. He's now the interim president, or he claims he is. Also, the Americans, the EU, and various other countries think he is. And he was educated in America in an Ivy League college. Yep. So he's very much one of the boys. One of his mentors, I think, was the president of the IMF. Well, so yeah. International Monetary Fund. Yeah. And he's thirty-five, so he's same age as uh, same age as us. Fuck it out. And he's interim president of a fucking country. I have done well, fuck all. Illegitimate. President. Ill allegedly. Hey, you don't know nothing about his parentage. His mum loved that sailor. <laughs> <laughs> Until he sailed away that one dusky evening. <laughs> He's not illegitimate. <laughs> Should we go to a bit of history then about yeah. Venezuela? Yeah, how did they get in this fucking mess? Okay, it all started in 1998 when socialist Hugo Chavez came to power. He was alright actually. The GDP you per know. capita was the same in, in 98 as it had been in 1963. Mm. Purchasing power had fallen by one third. So. 
So basically, they've gone backwards from 63. Yeah. Well, we all. Well, we're going to be eating out of bin lids soon. Let's go so it's okay, so, you know, it's alright. So, they've always had this oil then? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And obviously it was... Well, I suppose that's a stupid thing to say. It's been <laughs> it's there almost... since dinosaurs. It is dinosaurs. It is dinosaur bones, isn't it? Somehow, I don't understand the science. Uh, okay, so... It's all they've always done well then. Or did they only... When did they... Does anyone know when they <coughs> sprung the well and started... Uh, well, I don't know. This it was under, in the twentieth century. Some it was under Chavez, wasn't it? So no, they, before then. Yeah, but he started like, getting that. My the point oil is, floating. yeah, so they live in like paupers for a while. Then well, they yeah, hit the oil. Basically, woo! Oil rich country between sixty two and ninety eight. Their GDP had stagnated. Mm. Purchasing power had, had gone down by a third. Mm. So the people making the money, the money isn't going back to the the citizens. It's been taken by American oil companies out of the country. A lack of trickle-down economics. Exactly, well done. Yep. That's a word I've heard on the news. And on this podcast. Oh. Trickle. <laughs> so Hugo Chavez yeah. was in power between 98 to 2013. Okay. He died in 2013, didn't he? From cancer, yeah. And between that time, the GDP per capita grew by three times. What happened? What made Tripled. It, what, what caused that? Well... He managed to sell more oil. The, the price of oil went up as well, which helped. Yeah, the price of oil goes up, mm. so you make more money. Yeah, and, and share then, it out. But you don't overproduce. That's the thing. Because if you okay. overproduce, the price yeah. goes down. Right. You've got to keep it at a certain level. And Venezuela, yeah. were doing all right at that. Yeah. They were, he was spending billions on social programmes, housing, mm. hospitals, education, yeah. building the infrastructure. By 2012, it had the lowest inequality levels in the region. Yeah, which yeah. South America. They went from 70.8% to 21. Wow. Uh, malnutri- malnourished population went from 21% to 5%. Infant mortality went from 25 per 1,000 in 1990 to 13 per 1,000 in 2010. Which is a definite improvement. Number of doctors, 18 per 1,000 to 58 per 1,000. Well. And for six years, six years ago, it was one of the happiest places to live on Earth. Well, that oil money's flowing. It's, that's the thing, it's, it is, it's, it's trickling down, but it's trickling down the right way. It's trickling mm-hmm. down into social, social democracy, effectively, isn't it? Sounds like a, a paradise. Well, it was until and the price never, of oil came down. Because you never really hear about Venezuela on the news, do you? No, until now. Until now, you know, it's one of them. It, obviously, everything was going good. You didn't hear it about anything. So what went wrong? Well, the price of oil fell by nearly two-thirds since 2012. Mm. So that that's a lot because Saudi Arabia were overproducing, isn't it? Yeah. Saudi Arabia overproduced right. to... Uh, Right. To bring the price of oil down, mm. possibly because this was planned a long time ago. Right. Oh, possibly. And of course, the expanded welfare state that Chavez implemented relied on the oil sales. Yeah, it's ninety-five percent of their economy, oil sales. So now, no more benefits. So and now, yeah, exactly. In twenty seventeen, Trump put financial sanctions on Venezuela. What did he? What sort of sanctions? Well, they stopped um, companies from investing in Venezuela. All the money in America, mm. nearly a billion a year for the oil company, was yeah. frozen. One of the, the national headquarters, the, the nationalised Venezuelan oil company, was based in Texas, 
I presume yeah. for, for tax reasons, possibly. I don't know. Yeah. Allegedly. You'd think it's weird with the fact it's a Venezuelan company being based in Texas. Anyway, well, they had a billion... a lot of oil in Texas. That's true enough. They had a billion dollars worth of assets. They were mm. frozen. Right. The Bank of England has $1.2 billion worth of um, Venezuelan money. Gold, etc. is deposited there as a sort of fail-safe, you know. Why don't we lend it back to Venezuela? Oh, no, we won't give it them back. Why not? Because the sanctions... It's cost oh. them $6 billion a year so far. So as you can imagine... 5% of GDP. So have they gone bankrupt? Well, well they, from, what they did is they printed more money. Quantitative easing, mate. Yeah. Hey, go to a banking episode. Woo! Well, <laughs> they were declining taxes, so they had hyperinflation, 80,000%. Wow. So whatever you want to buy, mm. so that loaf of bread, that loaf of Asda Smart Price bread that's 12p, is, it like a is now 80,000% yeah. more than it was. I'm not even going to do the maths. And then I might do a maths. What's the maths on that? Uh, <laughs> And this has all happened in the last six years. Yep. So no benefit. How are people feeding themselves? Well, they're not. They're, they're just scrounging what they can find. Is there international aid? There is, but the president in charge now, what's his name? Maduro. Maduro blocked the bridge because it's mm. US aid, saying you're trying to bully us, and if we let this through, yeah. you know, basically, stop bullying us. Need, we want you to lift the sanctions, not give us aid. We want to be able yeah. to... Okay, allow us to do it for ourselves. Yeah. This is like when I got all those credit cards and loans, right, and spent it all on international travel and, like, some of it went up my nose and... Jet-setting. You know, yeah. <laughs> Being an international like, jet-setter. Yeah. <laughs> like cocaine in Italy. Yeah. <laughs> Life's fucking amazing. Do you know what I mean? Then, what happened was... I had to pay it all back. <laughs> and it all came grinding to a halt yeah. crashing back down to reality. And I had to sort of plead with these companies and go, Hey, I can only afford to give you this much back. And they had to accept it. So it's a bit like that, isn't it? Yeah. Fucking economics, Mike. It's a load of bollocks, isn't it? It is, mate. It is. Capitalist pig dogs! <laughs> so seriously, I'm trying to make jokes because we are a very silly, light-hearted podcast. But... This is all news to me. So the people of Venezuela literally lose your benefits because you're a socialist country. Affordable healthcare and medicine. Right? So you got no, literally no food. They are literally scratting about and yeah, but there must be some. There a certain be. percentage of the population is obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they're short of some things because like toilet paper and certain food. Holy fuck! Because the private companies won't mm. produce them. Why? Because I can't sell them. No, well, because they're working with Guido. Mm. To sort of undermine the government, to so say, look, there's food shortages, but yeah, so but they're, they're holding back the goods to try and get it straight, mate. So haven't they installed it? So the US have put this bloke in. Well, they've said, but the army they wouldn't defect, would they? No, I love the police. Uh, the police and the army have stayed loyal to the the president. He's the president who's in now was democratically yeah. elected. Right. He has made a bit of a. He's been he's been hampered by sanctions and yeah. the low price of oil. So the the, mm. the 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 social social democracy paradise that was happening earlier, when everyone was getting cheap drugs and there was plenty yeah. of food and medicine was plentiful and education has now mm. kind of dropped off dramatically. Mm. Now there is a, a case to argue that he is a little bit incompetent and he probably yeah. should have uh, tried to restructure his economy. Mm. But the Venezuelan people voted him in. They did. And they've got a right to recall, which our government doesn't. 
Well, Macron, he's yeah. got 21% approval rating. He's the French president, guys. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and they're stuck with him. Mm. But in Colombia, if 20% of the people don't like them, mm. they can put in a right to recall a new vote, which has actually happened with the Chavez. They did it under Chavez, but he, he still won the, the vote again. But to get so to get this in my head, America haven't replaced him yet. No, no. But, but they're trying to. They're saying that the election was rigged. Yeah. Oh, they always say that, don't they? Yeah. It was rigged because we rigged it. Well, I've got an article that debunks that. Okay. Oh. And uh, this is former US President uh, Jimmy Carter. No relation. Venezuelan <laughs> election system. Best Thanks in the world. That, <laughs> no, I'm related to Howard Carter, the famous Egyptologist. Best in the world. Best electoral system in the world. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, Merida, 21st September 2012, that's uh, the former US President Jimmy Carter has declared that Venezuela's electoral system is the best in the world. Speaking at an annual event last week in Atlanta for his Carter Center Foundation, the politician turned philanthropist stated, as a matter of fact, of the 92 elections that we've monitored, I would say the election process in Venezuela is the best in the world. Mm. Uh, Venezuela has developed a fully automated touchscreen voting system which uses now uses thumbprint recognition technology and prints off a receipt to confirm voters' choices. Much better than us, isn't it? Yeah, we're still putting a fucking yeah, square on a fucking bit of paper put in a box. To now, put my conspiracy hat on, though, Yeah. just because it prints you a receipt and is charity ah, for the monitor, it doesn't it mean it's... Checked. And it was checked. Dark web. 54% of the votes were checked. Mm -hmm. And it still claimed a Maduro victory. Yeah, a narrow victory nonetheless, yeah, but a victory. He won 50.6 to 49.1. It's machines, though, that could be coded. You see, as long as there's a machine involved, there's some small chance of fuckery. Yeah, but you go there, you, you sign in. It's better than that, isn't okay. it? Uh, Press your thumb print yeah. on. What about all them dodgy ballot votes that were nicked? Yeah, for the Tories after the last election, there was like 275,000 vote ballot papers that were stolen. That's it. Were nicked in a van. I suppose it would be fairly <laughs> easy to organise. Is that you, Gaz? Well, no, or someone let, you know? Let's say we're the local councillor. It doesn't take a genius to pay some criminals to watch the local polling stations and watch the sacks or whatever they're transported in. It'll be quite obvious being loaded into a van. Just burn that. <laughs> so, I mean, they're all gone then, aren't they? No one's going to replace it or rehold the local. You know? Oh, I don't know. I've never rigged an election, Ben. I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I've, well, I've barely voted in them. <laughs> Should we see what our foreign secretary has to say about it? You mean Jeremy Cunt? I mean Hunt. Oh, I saw a super cut of every time. Yeah, You'd be surprised. It's about 10 or 12 yeah. times people in the media have subliminally uh, made the slip and said. Jeremy Cunt, uh, Hunt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's still funny. My favourite one is a BBC guy, I don't know which one it is, but he coughs afterwards because <laughs> he shocked himself. He's like a BBC Four, Radio Four, you know, like proper posh. He's like, Jeremy Cunt. <coughs> and then like carries on. <laughs> oh, that's the sound of a man shitting his hands. Yeah, but all his, the thing I'm is, lying. it's Radio 4, so all his listeners are at least over 70. <laughs> and A, didn't hear it properly, or B, are asleep. Yeah, I like Radio 4. Or drugged up. I like Radio 4. Yeah. I don't listen Does to the Does it soothe the savage animal in the basement? Uh, it does, there's some interesting stuff on there. They have these things called audio documentaries, Ben. Oh, You'd right. enjoy them, actually. Would I? Yeah. I listen and to Dan Carling, good, it's more fun. They have some good comedy. 
You've yeah. got to love Radio 4, it's yeah. an institution. They've actually changed the radio station at work to Heart FM. And I quite it's like so Woman's shit. Hour. Have you ever listened to Woman's Hour? No. It's is that women talking about the periods? No. Oh, oh, like, that's the what Bernie a derivative joke. There. Oh. He's taking the Bernard Manning. You're going to say you call me Bernard Manning. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Bernard Manning turned to 11. <laughs> Misogyny. Oh, you'd never hear me making ladies. a joke about split arses like that, would you? Oh, just having a mother in law. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I'm going to be living... Oh, no, I just don't talk about no, it on the Don't air. do it, don't do it. My mother-in-law. <laughs> no, she's lovely. And technically not your mother-in-law. Well, you know, one day. Anyway, so Jeremy anyway, Hunt... He's got a top nut. <laughs> no, it's just the lighting. <laughs> Jeremy Hunt does not have a top nut. <laughs> or a man bun. <laughs> He's a boring Tory. A corrupt, boring Tory. He might clip one on when he gets home. <laughs> <laughs> he goes hipster bars. Yeah. He stick on He chats with young hipsters. He tries to. Hey, you no. <laughs> no, I'm Atlas Talisman. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, no, I'm Jeremy Cunt. <laughs> oh, just hear what this, just hear what this twat has to say. Yeah. We are extremely concerned about the situation in Venezuela. Uh, it is clear that Nicolas Maduro is not the legitimate leader of Venezuela. The election on the 20th of May was deeply flawed. Ballot boxes were stuffed. There were counting irregularities. Opposition parties banned. And... Uh, this regime has done untold damage to the people of Venezuela. But hang on, they used machines. Yeah, yeah. So it couldn't have been stuffed. They used electronic voting music for a decade. Have we just caught a politician telling a lie. No. Not Jeremy Hunt. <laughs> and the opposition weren't banned, Gaz. They boycotted it under US advice to make it look as if it was illegitimate. What's his reasons for bullshitting there then to judge? Are we getting fucking involved? I think we'll yeah. probably try and get some. We've declared him as well. Because oh, we want some. We said we want fresh elections, didn't we? We said yeah. if, that, if there are fresh elections, fucking do with us. We're gonna we're gonna agree with the US. Exactly. Look at the state of our fucking. Act. I know. What I mean? <laughs> it's it's like... Our democracy is on its fucking arse, <laughs> and we're dishing out advice to other people and everyone theirs. And bear in mind, a country that was praised as having the best elect, best democratic system in the world. Yeah. In He's terms of voting, and we're telling them that it's shit. <laughs> it's hilarious. You can't make this shit up anymore. And the subtitles just say, "We want the oil. We want the oil. Yeah. We want the oil." Wow. Want his the his oil. eyes should have revolving dollar signs <laughs> on them. As <laughs> he's saying it. Well, should we say see what John Bolton has to say? Okay, who's John Bolton? John Bolton is the... Oh, not the singer. <laughs> What's his name? Michael Bolton. Oh, yeah. That's his brother. <laughs> but what I'm proud of is I couldn't... I was desperately trying to think of a Michael Bolton song to sing. I couldn't think of a single one. But it's great, actually. That's brilliant. Isn't he... Is he Secretary of State now? Good Michael Bolton. <laughs> yeah, Michael Bolton. <laughs> Fucking hell, I was a singer. <laughs> oh, I was a celebrity in the fucking bite. Basically, this, well, cunt, singers. this cunt was behind us getting into a rack as well. And all right. all, you know, he's a warmongering fucking motherfucker. Who, Hunt? Yeah. Would, you, would, would, you argue, would you argue he's got shares in the military industrial complex? <laughs> <laughs> Just, Maybe. Well, this is what he says. This is, this is what he says why US should get involved. American multinational companies. 
so if you think of a company like Sipco, which is owned by Pedavesa, which is the state-run oil company there in Venezuela, we have a lot of those Sipco assets right here in the U.S. Is that something, for example, sir, that you're looking at? Yeah, well, we're in conversation with major American companies now that are either in Venezuela or in the case of Sitco here in the United States. Uh, I think we're trying to get to the same end result here. You know, uh, Venezuela is one of the three countries I call the Troika of Tyranny. It'll make a big difference to the United States economically if we could have American oil companies really invest in and, and produce the oil. Uh, capabilities in uh, Venezuela. It'd be good for the people of Venezuela. It'd be good for the people of the United States. We both have a lot at stake here making this come out the right way. Wow, so he's basically saying, yeah. hey, if we get all that oil, yeah. their lives be better, but our lives be better. But our lives be better than theirs because that would just be like a minimum wage. Yeah, yeah. Like, like the people on Bruce Willis's oil rig in Armageddon. Ah, uh, yeah. Basically, you know, less kiss paid. goodbye to your health care. Your doctors are gone. Mm. You know, infant mortality is going to go up. Yeah. You assume, there'll be food, but adequate food. Yeah. Mm. They say socialism is bad. Well, unbelievable, how, isn't it? How? So is that it, like a Dick Cheney with a moustache? Basically, yeah. How can this be fixed? How, how does this go back to the paradise that it used to be? Venezuela. Well, let's just go, let's just see what uh, Greedo wants to do when he gets in power. Okay, so um, Guido wants to open Venezuela oil deals to foreign private companies, his US envoy says. Oh, there we go. <laughs> he wants, the Americans want the oil, he wants to give it them. Mm. That's, that's handy, isn't the it? The guy in charge now wants to keep it and for, the, for, for the country, yeah. so that when the oil price does go up again and the sanctions are lifted, they can actually get their fucking economy back on yeah. track. And get all them doctors back in and all the... Start educating care. people again. It might take in 20 years, but at least that money's pumping in. Got to be better than not having any bug roll. Yeah. Hasn't it? Just use a handful of gravel. Or a, yeah. another or a bank pine cone on a stick. Another Bank of England have weighed in. Yeah. Oh. Do they do have um, the Bank of England has got uh, 1.2 billion pounds reserves, and um, Guido's asked for them them to send to him. Which is nice of him. So this is a guy. He's not been democratically elected president. He wants the gold that is in the Bank of England. Sent to him. Sent to him. Directly. Yeah. That sounds not, not a bit to... like an Austin Powers villain. Like, <laughs> he's going to disappear. $1.2 Deliver the gold that belongs to the country. <laughs> to me, to my private island. <laughs> Leave it in an unmarked case at the end of the ramp. Next to the speedboat. <laughs> and our foreign minister, he yeah. wants the Bank of England to give it to him. I mean, you can't, you can't make it up, can you? So you've got Nicolas Maduro, who is the, uh, or Maduro, uh, who is the uh, democratically elected leader of the country in a system that was described as the best democratic voting system in the world by a former US president and his yeah. committee set up specifically to mm. say whether elections are rigged or not. And just because the EU and Britain and America and Canada and France say that, no, 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 we prefer the other guy, so you should yeah. send him the gold reserves because he's going to play ball with us and let our oil companies in to mm. take away our national wealth. Yeah. And, so, and, of course, let's not forget, assets strip the country. Yeah. And these are the countries that are backing Maduro. India, the world's largest democracy. Yeah, that's not mentioned, by the way. The, the only Mexico, yeah. South Africa, 
Turkey, Cuba, Bolivia, Uruguay, Nicaragua, Belarus for some reason. China as well. China, Russia, Iran, Russia. Russia, Russia. Yeah. So they got. He's got some big boys on his side. It's only really the the Western sort of block, as you will, that are saying, "No, nah, no, nah, I should be that guy." Well, you should be him. You got some stuff on the military, haven't you, Ben? Control the government, control the oil, right? Yeah. See, I'm getting this. Apparently, according to the uh, the Morning Star, Morning Star Online, uh, British military presence near Venezuela is extremely concerning. Quote: uh, Britain's Navy and Marines are conducting military exercises close to Venezuela. The Mounts Bay, a giant royal fleet of city landing ships, spent New Year in Miami embarking a US Coast Guard helicopter for the first time. It then sailed south to within 50 miles of the Venezuelan coast and was docked in Caracas Bay on the tiny Dutch Caribbean island of Caracas. Uh, the Royal Navy claims the vessel is working on counter-narcotics takedown operations with the US Southern Command. <laughs> Although it is this branch of the Pentagon that will lead any attack on Venezuela. Oh, that's handy, isn't it? We're out here doing, uh, you know, the drug runners. Uh, yeah. That war on drugs has been going yeah. so well. Yeah. All of a sudden, Trump says, right, we're invading Venezuela. Oh, look, it's handy, oh. we're off the coast. Oh, we're here, <laughs> so we might as well. I'm already up here, so. That's handy, because there's a giant landing craft here that can yeah. disgorge your marines uh, onto the beach. And you, have you can send another one down if you want. Mm. Meanwhile, British marines are conducting jungle warfare uh, training in Belize. That is routine. Yeah, I know, but it's handy, though, isn't it? Yeah, but we've always we've done it there since yeah, the 50s. Yeah, all right, then. That, that is routine, that's where the SAS train believes. They've been doing it since the 50s, yeah. so it is routine, that is scaremongering there. Yeah, but it's still handy though, isn't it? Yeah, we've been there for like... I know, I'm just saying it is handy, I don't want to be a conspiracy, it's just handy. No, well, of course it is, but it's a really good jungle, and uh, they're really friendly with our government because yeah. we train their guys, so... And what does the US say? Uh, Trump says that sending military to Venezuela is an option, and apparently there is going to be sort of 5,000 US troops maybe going to Colombia. Yeah. Didn't he have on a pad, John Bolton? Yes, he did. Uh, 5,000 US troops to Colombia, question mark, kind of thing. Unbelievable, isn't it? Um, in the open, they don't care, no? Yeah. Uh, US President Donald Trump has said that military intervention in Venezuela was an option, quote, as a Western nation, as Western nations boost pressure on socialist leader Nicolas Maduro to step down, the democratically elected president to step down. It comes as the troubled OPEC nations ally Russia warned against destructive meddling. So even Russia going, don't fuck about. Yep. Step the sanctions. The US, Canada and several Latin American countries have disavowed Mr Maduro over his disputed re-election last year and recognised self-proclaimed president, oh. Juan Guaido, as the country's rightful leader. It is. It's like the, the UKIP leader just saying, right, I'm Prime Minister now. Mm. Can I the try US that? going, yeah, right, yeah, we'll accept him. Can oh, I try that? <laughs> the people accepted it, though. Of course they haven't. Is that why they're all in the street? Yeah. I'm understanding now, OK. The thing is, the people in the streets who are protesting as a president mm. are basically the people who wanted the other guy to win. Mm. But the other guys that they're running for this, it's just Guido going, well, I'm the Speaker of the House, and that that was a, that election was rigged, <laughs> yeah. so I'm President now, by default, because that's what it says in the Constitution, I'd imagine. Yeah. And the US and, and the West have just gone, yeah, you know what? Put him in. Get in, son. Yeah. yeah but Jeremy Hunt said that erection, <laughs> erection, election, <laughs> sorry. He said that election was bogus. Yeah, but yours was in ballot boxes. People were barred from uh, entering. Yeah, I told you they boycotted it, didn't they? I know, but I'm just saying. Jeremy Hunt said that. Right? <laughs> it's unbelievable, isn't it? Yeah, well, he'd never lie. 
politician. <laughs> <laughs> it truly is the post-truth age. Post-truth apocalypse. This wasn't yeah. the first time either. They did a coup in 2002, didn't they? Remember? Yeah. When Chavez was in, in charge. That's true. Um, for a deeply religious man who saw himself as Venezuela's messiah, it was a deliciously apt that President Hugo Chavez was opposed on Friday only to return in a miraculous political resurrection on Sunday. In a bizarre turnaround that surprised Venezuelans and caught the international community off guard, he was back in the presidential palace in Caracas yesterday, 48 hours after a military coup had forced him out of office. Uh, Mr Chavez was flown by helicopters after his brief captivity on a Venezuelan island to the Miraflores Palace where he triumphantly resumed his presidential powers in a televised ceremony. Quote, I'm still stupefied. I'm still assimilating, he said, smiling. I don't know, he's one of the balls. Is he a cloak? Yeah, he's a cloak. He's one of the balls. Still assimilating data. (laughs) 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 And then in revenge, he fucking dive-bombed the economy. Ah, They killed him, brought him back, gave the clone cancer. Ah. So he died a few years later, cancer. That's how you get rid of him. Fuck. Or they just injected it in him. Because that's weird, isn't it? Mm. Mm. I'm sure they've weaponised cancer. That's a possibility. Yeah. Might enjoy that shit floating around the air from Chernobyl doesn't help, does it? Well, it's uh, true. So that was the US. <laughs> I want superpowers. <laughs> Not going to happen, man. Uh, I forgot about the radioactive <laughs> stuff in the air. That was the US working with the party that Guaido's head of now. Yeah. To try and uh, dislodge Chavez. Well, he was a bit of a chav. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, uh. So I think Maduro, uh, President Maduro in uh, 2002, yeah, sorry, I remember 2018, uh, there was a drone attack on him when he was addressing troops. The troops didn't behave very well, actually. They all fucking ran like hell. <laughs> um, so two drones packed with explosives reportedly flew towards Venezuelan President Nicolas Maduro on Saturday night in what the government has described as a failed assassination attempt. So... Assailants launched two drones filled with a total of more than four pounds of plastic explosives towards Maduro. His wife and other top sorry, his wife and other top Venezuelan leaders, according to the Associated Press. The attack occurred while Maduro was making a speech at a huge outdoor event in Caracas to celebrate the 81st anniversary of the country's National Guard. One of the drones was set to explode above the president, while the second was set to detonate in front of him, according to Interior Minister Nestor Reverol. Reverol. Uh, the Venezuelan military knocked one of the drones off course electronically. The second drone crashed into an apartment building about two blocks from where Maduro was speaking to hundreds of troops. Uh, photos taken at the event showed security officers surrounded Maduro with some sort of large black shields as they escorted him away. Maduro said, That drone came after me. But there's a shield of love that always protects us. I'm sure I'll live for many more years. Oh, what's it, mate? <laughs> well, no, but it won't be for much longer. No, I was say, public leaders shouldn't say stuff like that. No. no. Unless he's just trying to inspire a bit of confidence. Uh, yeah. Can we just scroll down? Because there's a really cool picture of the guys with the black shields. There you go. How badass is that? Yeah, they look like uh, reinforced umbrellas. Uh, I'd imagine it's Kevlar, and yeah, yeah you're probably right. They're sort of some kind of special. It looks like they've just whipped them out. Like, <laughs> yeah. You know, set them up real quick. Yeah. Must be cool, isn't it? Shield wall! Yeah, man, they've drilled that. I bet they've been dying to get out for a reason to get. Well, actually, they're probably not. They're like, something's going to blow up. <laughs> yeah. And I'm taking the brunt with my little shield. Yay! <laughs> so that's pretty much it, guys. That's Venezuela at the moment. That's where we are. we got. Right Navy the off streets. the coast, 
Our Navy off the coast. The US got 5,000 troops in Colombia. Planning to send them. Planning to send them. Mm. And we don't have to pretend, do we? We're not conspiracy theorists. It's all... We're all grown-ups here. A bit oily, innit? Well, the cunt said he's... He's oily. cunt said. Yeah. It'd be really advantageous to get an oil. Yeah. yeah. We can do with that. And, of course, remember, if we do... If, if, the, if there um, is military intervention, that feeds the military-industrial complex. There's 5,000 US troops, no matter... If they send their very, very best... It's only going to be bogged down against the entire nation, aren't they? Exactly. Well, what is is a question for you? What's worse in terms of empires, right? The way the Brits did it, where we went rolling in. Yeah, we killed a lot of people. But then you know we built the places up, and we we didn't lie. We were like, look, we're here to uh, benefit ourselves, make some money. But you know we're going to make it good for you too. But we didn't. No. Okay, but, but we didn't build the infrastructure, so that's what I mean. But only the elites could use it because they could only afford it. You seen all them pictures of engine people on trains? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They, have they, on, they have to stand on. the. So anyway, it's my point. This isn't a train trip. Yeah, it's still a train. They did. We we we. That's no, something we. They still set the top now. Yeah. Oh no, yeah. It's just overcrowded, Mike. So hang on though. So that's the way we did it. We didn't lie about it though. Is my point. We went wading in. Going, well, this is what we're doing, and we're doing it. Right. We did have a similar thing though to this, where we. But would... they do it. But they do it. Their way is, right. We're just going in anyway, the way we did. But yeah. they make this cock and bull story to the world that most people can see through anyway. Oh, that's a trouble. But, but they have to pretend and act like it's awful. No, we're doing this for good reasons, noble mm. reasons. Yep. You see, you know, we're helping those poor. I question the whether they, I question whether the majority can see through it. Well, they can't. You know, it? your foreign secretary. You know. People respect people in power, and he says it. It must be true. Yeah. Not going to believe some, you know, dirty wop in Venezuela. I'll say. Yeah, they're going to believe uh, the the electoral commission, aren't they? So it's they're going to believe the foreign secretary. He's British, you know. We elected him. He's respectable. Allegedly. Not some. Not some president who might have a rigged election. Banana republic, isn't it? Exactly. Yeah. Anyway, let's get real. As long as I've got diesel to put in the car, invade whoever you fucking want. Um, <laughs> no, that was a joke. It's pretty dark and messed up. And uh, I, I do feel bad. I realise now where they're all out there, a million people in the street. Was it over a million, did it say? I can't remember. Yeah. And there um, are some people against Majiro, fair enough, but he still won the election. Do you know what I mean? And survived a drone. And survived a drone. Because of cool black shields. Who the fuck are we to say... Well, exactly... But we do use, sell. First of all, we went in there, economic warfare, you know, Mm. put the sanctions on, squeeze them. What did Nixon say in 1970 when they they did it to Chile? He wants to make the economy scream. Yeah, he did say that, yeah. That's nice. So you you get everyone uprising, so you get, and then you support the guy that people are uprising against. Yeah, so when you roll roll in there with your tanks. A good percentage of the population is welcoming you as the fucking helpers, aren't they? Which they never did in Iraq. They've learned their lesson a little bit in a way. Did the Russians do that to us? Are they subverting this whole Brexit thing to create a division in us, and then they're gonna? Well, of course, all enemies will will do whatever they can well, to divide the, and conquer. The EU was America's a divided. Yeah. Britain's divided. France is divided. Yeah. The NWO. David Icke was right. Maybe I don't know. Just well, yeah, you think of it. You make the EU weak, and they're less of a trading threat to Russia, aren't they? Mm. And that means they have to negotiate a new deal with us, so it'll probably be 
more beneficial for them than it is us. But we have spies in their country doing the same thing, because we're minding them. But it doesn't matter if we leave yeah, the well, EU. You're, we're not as good at it as them, obviously, are they? <laughs> it doesn't matter if we leave the EU, though, because the global government, one world government's coming eventually. Anyway, there we go. That's so what David Icke says. Apparently. Yeah, let's put all, all our faith in David Icke. St. David Icke. Uh, it's backed up by, um, what's his name, the author? In the Mandela Effect. Oh, that's it. K. Think. Dick. He was clearly off his face when he was giving that speech. I remember that episode. Well, we're off our faces. Yeah. Look at all the truth yeah. bombs we dropped, man. Oh. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, the hot air well, to be fair, <laughs> they get more truth here than they will in mainstream media. Well, that is true. I oh, told yeah. you about my drug habit. <laughs> well, look. I feel very sorry. Is there a happy? Is there any? Is there a good way out of this? Can they take control of their own economy, economy and start shipping out some oil again and? Dishing out the benefits. They could not the sanctions are they? No. Or they beat off a successful American invasion. Yeah. <laughs> probably going to invade, aren't they? Yeah, probably. It's looking that way, isn't it? Yeah, potentially. I, I think, think the Donald Trump loving MAGA hat wearing people will fucking love a good old invasion, wouldn't they? And they go, we done some liberating again. Nothing gets your ratings up like a successful a war. war, exactly. Like a successful war. Mm. A quick, short, successful war. Oh, yeah, because if it drags on like Vietnam, you're fucked. That's what they went for with Iraq, was that? They sort mm. of launched their own little blitzkrieg, hoping to knock everything out and, and who end up got suffering bogged down. The most, right. the poor. Exactly. They always get in the neck. That's why we have to overthrow capitalism. Viva la revolution! <laughs> We've got to get through fucking Brexit first. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Brexcrement. Isn't it amazing that such a shit idea can be fitted into so many words that mean shit? Yeah. When is it? March? 29th of March. The end of March. It might get extended yet, though, to be fair. Well, hello. There's a possibility it might get extended. Oh, I love an extension. Yeah, the EU have basically said, oh, even though Corbyn's kind of sold the Labour Party out a little bit, mm. with his um, with the, the, what the people wanted for a leave, mm. he's kind of put his own version on the table. What's and, that? And it's like customs union. We'll go make jam. No, it's like a customs union, and that's a good thing. Protecting, protecting, protecting rights of workers. That's it. That's so a it's, good one. Yeah, yeah. Um, European human rights, imagine in yeah. there and stuff like that. So the EU have got. Oh, I'm protecting the rights of EU citizens more. So mm. I think there's might still a bit of freedom of movement going on actually. Not sure about that one. Um, but either way, they the EU have gone. Well, that's really good. We'd probably go for that. If you wanted to, but May's like no sort of oh shit. Why didn't I think of that earlier? Well, she can't because she's got the Brexiteers, and she she's got yeah. Reese Mogg and all that saying we want no deal, mm. we want out, out means out. Even though he's just moved his company to Ireland. Mm. Well, the Catholic anti-abortionist who has shares in an abortion pill company. You can't make it up, can you? You can't make it up anymore. Yeah, but he doesn't know the simple joys of life, like a spliff and a PlayStation, does he? I just re- realised that the word history is split up by the words his Tory. Oh, <laughs> usually it's his story, but yeah, in that case, yeah, his Tory. And people call for that country to be Prime Minister, you know. I would, I would literally, as little as I pay attention to politics now, if he became a Prime Minister, I would just shut myself off from it for as long as humanly possible completely isolate myself from it. I'd have to stop doing the pod. 
I would just live in a world of make believe <laughs> in a pillow fort yeah. in the spare room. I know, I'd still go to work and stuff. It's just I would complete. I would just because I and I can avoid the the news for weeks on end sometimes until we force emergency broadcasts yeah it's usually days on end or i see bits and bobs on twitter obviously and if something takes my attention i will look into it see oh, what's going on here but yeah i try to avoid it it's better well, for your mental health we've got some weird news if you want that yeah let's we've got a quick piss break so we're back and uh, mike you've got one last thing for us yeah one thing i forgot the reason trump imposes sanctions Oh, yeah. The same day that Venezuela dropped the petrodollar, they decided to trade in the Chinese currency. Oh, uh, interesting, mm -hmm. isn't it? The same day. So Almost. Venezuela said, right, we're dropping the petrodollar in favour of China. Well, yeah, because it's not working for them. Yeah. So we'll, we'll trade in the Chinese currencies. The same day currency. Trump imposes sanctions. And look at the countries that defied... The US, Libya. Libya. Wanted the dinar. Yes, they did. Uh, Iraq was talking about the euro. Yeah. Syria. Instead, he got it up the dinar. Syria, possibly to the ruble. Sorry. Who knows? So. He did get up the dinar. There's only so, Iran, China, so. Russia, and a few of the BRICS. Oh, yeah. Man, they're not even trying to hide it anymore. No, it's just, it's just really. It's like. They just, they've lied to us. That, I mean, they've, they've got a. a Massive record of intervening in South American politics all the way back to the 1800s. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, the invasion of Panama is the, the big Spanish one. war, wasn't it? Spanish war, but then you had, you've had intervention in Nicaragua. Panama is the big one. Guatemala. Guatemala. Haiti. Haiti. Granada. Yeah, Granada. And remember that uh, Granada was a British province at the time. Fuck. And uh, they, ba they basically invaded British territory. Would that happen? We let it happen because there was no troop space there. It's a British, it's a British protectorate, you know, part of the old sort of mm. empire. A few days after they invaded, the British governor yeah. basically sort of written a letter saying that he'd requested American aid because there were no British forces close to him. Yeah. We're the lap dogs, didn't we? Uh, and we let that happen. So they invaded British territory effectively at the time. Uh, but. I mean, Panama, do you know why Panama is so important? The canal. The canal. It's the only place the US can move an aircraft carrier, cutting out that nice big fucking round the tip of Argentina, yeah, yeah. the cape of something or other. And it's where all the hats come from. And the hats. Gotta love a Panama hat. <laughs> Hannibal Lecter, and the size of the lambs. Yes. S mm. uh, Having an old friend for dinner, put his hat back on, mm. swans off. Cricket umpires. Cricket umpires. Yeah, Dickie Bird. <laughs> R.I.P.D. I never thought you know I'd name Dickie Bird. Mentioned <laughs> on this show. <laughs> you know what? I fucking hate cricket. Oh, I've tried. I don't I mind dicking about, like, actually, you know, if we're in the park, actually throwing a ball and trying to hit it. That's quite good fun. But yeah, fucking but batter's it. okay, but yeah, fielder. Yeah. Field it shit, isn't it? Yeah. And, and I'll tell you what, we used to play cricket at school yeah. and, the, and the teacher was a right cunt. That's a surprise. Right it, yeah. And if you weren't paying attention, <laughs> yeah. he'd lob the cricket ball as fucking as hard as he could. He hit one person in the head, got a concussion, broke the guy's fingers. Well, sadist. If it was a boarding <laughs> school, I'd have that tougher <laughs> joke, Mike. 
Unbelievable. What's the saying? Waterloo was made on the rugby fields yeah. of Eton, or made on the fields of Eton, or something like that. Yeah. So it's tough in <laughs> you. I think he threw it. At me. <laughs> no, that's a genuine <laughs> quote. <laughs> I do think he threw it at me once and he missed. It's <laughs> yeah. a good job with that amazing science brain of yours. <laughs> Imagine that, like, fucking teacher wanging it at you if you're not paying attention. Have this science bar! <laughs> cricket ball, for God's sake! You know, uh, I only played cricket a couple of times in secondary school because uh, we had a teacher who preferred football and rugby. Mm. But I always remember we had a guy who played for Shropshire cricket and he was the only person in the fucking school that played cricket we had one any, one, huh? at any kind of level. Mm. And we had no mm. pads, mm. using shit football shin pads. Yeah, we didn't do it much at no, did we? No, because we were, we were a public school oh, girls, that's why. We were yeah. grammar school. school. Rugby Scum, in the, compared to Mike. Rugby in the winter. Basketball. Rugby in the winter and cricket in the summer. Do you know I had to play basketball I against basketball some house? Yeah, well, I bet you didn't play against black people, did you? <laughs> you don't <know>, cricket, no. <laughs> Out in the real world, do you know what I mean, Mike? I was playing Bob against... Was Africa. Did you play yeah. in South Africa, did you? Uh, there was two Asians. In my year, I think there was a You mean they let Asians into a grammar school? <laughs> yeah, because they're maths geniuses, uh, their parents are loaded. Are we talking East Asians no. or Indians um, or Pakistanis? Muslims. Wow. I'm mm. genuinely surprised. Oh my The school didn't blow up. <laughs> Sorry. Wow. <laughs> wow. We made to school, Omar Qureshi. I still remember him. Named him Maidley. Wow, guys. It's <laughs> clearly a fucking joke. No, it's clearly you're, a fucking you're joke. in a gammon and came out again. <laughs> My inner comedian. You're in a gammon with me visited the show. He said two of them were Muslim. Yeah. You said, I was surprised. It was the obvious joke. No, I was, I was surprised at the white. The, the white so middle to upper class grammar school that Mike Smith got into. Because his brains, probably. That's racist! No, no, anyway, <laughs> I did pass an 11 plus actually, so yeah. Uh, there you go. Because of your brains. A load in a mm. predominantly white British middle class school mm. to have to, unless it was all kind of some kind of, you know, affirmative action kind of thing going on. Well, it was the early 90s, you know, things had moved on a little bit. Mm. You know? Yeah, I think we should get off this because it's, it's. Well, either way. <laughs> Alright, so. um we need. It all, it all fits. It's a good joke. So we all think it was just fake. <laughs> so we all think it's a bit iffy that the US are um, impoverishing yeah. uh, Venezuela in the hope to cause civil unrest, and then installing their own guy who is um, wants to give them all the oil. It's horrific. It's once again puppet masters playing with people's lives, Master killing puppets, is doing yeah. strange, killing people to make some more money. Playing chess with the world chessboard, but it's real people on the streets starving. Fighting. Or will be, excuse me, a bit. Fighting and starving, just so they can play their games. Like fucking war pigs. Yep. Fuck them. Not the Venezuelans, I hope they're okay. Well, the worst thing is, though, in a documentary I watched uh, earlier, there was um, basically that the president has given the food supplies over to the military mm. who. Um, being a bit corrupt with it as well. Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying I'm any fan. Of, I'm a big fan of Maduro, mm. but the Venezuelan people voted him in. Yeah, he's their leader. He's, it's his right. To the other guy is going to be a million times worse for the for the normal people. So because he's a then. stooge of Trump, but at least he's getting in at the right age, thirty-five. Think about it, right? If you're a dictator, you want to get in as young as you can, because you know you've only, got, especially if you're an American puppet dictator. Mm. You've got about 30 years, haven't you? 
Shouldn't he be suspicious? They're putting me in now, but haven't they got a history of then shooting me? Yes, exactly. Yeah, That's what I mean. Or yeah, arresting. Because once you, you get so thirty years in, mm. and you're like, wow, mm. I'm, I'm, I'm fucking El Presidente for life. You've got Kidassi. your nice gold epaulets and your white mm, uniform, yeah. and yeah, things are shit for the people. But you've got fucking millions, and all of a sudden you do mm. something that just just slightly annoys the Americans. They think, you know what? That guy's taking the piss a little bit. Mm. So we'll fucking have a coup. We directly intervene, yeah. or we so someone rest amongst the already yeah. pissed off people. Next thing you know, you're getting a bed up your ass after riding a sewage tube. Mm. But you've had a good 30 years, and at 35 is the right age. Yeah. It's well, notice fucking... when the Yanks go in, it's even worse. I mean, live here, open slave markets. Oh. Yeah, I did yeah. see a picture of that. Iraq, I wish I didn't. million kids dead. Or Middle East, East, on fire. Yeah. And this would set the whole of South South America on fire because if the could. Americans go in, then chances are the Argentinians are a big mate to the Americans still. The Brazilians, the now. Brazilians, the Colombians, mm-hmm. they're oh, all going to go in. So you're going to end up with this sort of. Well, Colombia's part of NATO. Oh wow! Did not know that. Yeah, even though it's not in the North Atlantic. So everywhere's fucked. But they're the country next to Panama. Mm. So you get to maintain and a the country presence. next to Venezuela. Yeah, interesting, isn't mm-hmm. it? Always look on the bright <laughs> side of life. All right, let's have some weird news. Yeah, that might cheer us up. Yeah. Probably not, though. Well, let's see. <laughs> it's just in the mirror. Let's get the boys' views on this week's weird news. Okay. Sick moment, grilling fisherman uses dead shark as bong to the tune of Baby Shark. What's the tune of Baby Shark? Oh, fuck. I'm not... Listeners are not going to forgive me for this, but I live with my girlfriend's children, so... Baby Shark, do, 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 do... It, it's fucking horrific. And you have to do the arm movements yeah. as well. What is Baby Shark, do, 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 do... Uh, it's... T- but I like the fact... I. Look, I don't like animal cruelty, but I do like inventive bongs, so I'm a little bit torn. Well, let's hear the story. It was story. dead, to be fair. Well, there you go then. It wasn't a life one. I hope you didn't get some. Well, <laughs> I hope you didn't get some sort of sick disease. I used an apple as a bong once. Yeah, does that work? Yeah. Well, I was watching of all films, the Dukes of Hazard remake movie thing. Okay. You ever <laughs> see it? With Owen Wilson. Jessica Simpson. Oh, yeah. Oh, Jessica Simpson, yeah, because she doesn't she yeah, good in hot yeah. pants. And uh, Johnny, like Johnny Knoxville. But anyway, Willie oh, Nelson yeah. Willie Nelson plays the old man, and there's a scene where he's got a spliff, and he just picks up an apple, and he takes two bites, one each side, and he just shoves an apple, a uh, spliff in the apple, and just <laughs> sucks it through the apple. And I saw it in the movie, and I'm like, that's the coolest thing I've ever seen. Uh-huh. And one day, really high in the kitchen, I tried it, and yeah, it works. Just get your joint in there. I think, oh, you make a hole one side, you don't, and then a, so get it in a quite a tight hole one side, yeah. like you would a bung, yeah. and then just take a bite out the other side, like normal, and then stick your mouth in the bite shape, and, yeah. just, and it will come through the, uh, through the apple. No way. Apple flavoured weed? Yeah, man. Well, Thank fucking, you, Willie Nelson. fucking hipster. I'm going to my apple flavoured weed in my man bun. Uh, <laughs> that I learned from <laughs> Willie Nelson. <laughs> I've really got apple socks on though. <laughs> oh fuck. Good <laughs> 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 code. Uh, 
cold looking. Baby shark. Do, oh, do, fuck do. Off. <laughs> so read the story. In footage, they've been slammed for being cruel. Fucking the Australian man can be seen grinning as he bobs his head to the tune. The clip shows him on board a boat holding a small predator which had tubes inserted into its head and rear. Wow. Oh, it would appear the shark had also been hollowed, hollowed out in order to allow smoke to flow through its corpse. Wow. Wow. Uh, the man can be seen lighting the impromptu bong and inhaling through the mouthpiece in the shark's tail. It's inventive. It is. Well, I'll give him that. But, uh, yeah, a bit sick though, isn't it? It's a bit... It's a bit weird, isn't it? Are you ready? Oh, don't do it. Actually, you can't do more than so many seconds because we'll get done by Apple. Yeah, we'll get to the 30 seconds fair use, don't you worry. Are oh, you fucking... I know my... Right, it. let's just talk really loudly. You deserve to know this. I, I know it. And there you go. You and know that's what? all you need to hear. That needs to get in the shark. That's all you need to hear. This is you on the fucking reggae box. In fact, it's in the reggae box. It's an impromptu <laughs> reggae box, but it's in there, and we can never talk of it again. <laughs> you live your own baby shark misery in your home life, but I'm not accepting it anymore. So. But you've heard it now, and that's all you needed. I'd heard it before. I'd blot oh. it out. Have you heard the metal version? No, I don't want to hear it. It exists. Well, the fact that some band would lower... The, some band from a genre I respect would lower themselves to do that... You can't say that to me. I wrote a song about Mike's interdimensional penis. <laughs> yeah, which is a more fascinating subject than a fucking baby shark. You mean baby shark? Reggae box gas. Sorry, sorry. What was the news story? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's the end of it, really. Bong in the shark. Bong in the shark. I think he should uh, focus his efforts, this young man, because obviously he is quite ingenious mm. and inventive, and I think the fact that he's got the stomach to hollow out a shark, which is a sentence I didn't think I'd say, uh, he should maybe be, a, I don't know, a taxidermist, an undertaker. Uh, not the undertaker. Serial killer. <laughs> <laughs> that is the other one, yeah. <laughs> but maybe the weed will stuff him... Unless he starts using a human, a dead human What if he starts, use, what if he starts using bomb. a dead human as a bomb? Yeah, That's yeah. the issue I've got. It's an escalation. <laughs> the shark won't be enough. Yeah. He'll to a cat, and a dog, mm. and a cow. Before you know it, he's killing humans. Probably. Sick fuck. Alright, next one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Baby. It's in my own head. Okay. I fuck, um, I fuck myself. <laughs> See, I've got it already. Not for the first time. Newstarget.com. Okay. Demons really are possessing people. One psychiatrist as pure evil sweeps over humanity. <laughs> Makes sense. Yeah. Does a bit. <laughs> An Ivy League educated psychiatrist is convinced there's a growing epidemic of demonic possession in the world today and that most everyday people now recognise the dark reality of this scary situation. Oh, yeah, of course, mate. Where's your proof? Dr. Richard Gallagher, who boasts degrees from both Princeton University and Yale University, says that despite conflicting opinions within mainstream medical science, I think there is no conflicting opinions in the world of medical science about <laughs> demonic possession. Um, sorry, that was me adding that in. Demonic possession is both real and rampant. So, Mike, Gaz, would you agree that 
opinions are split in the medical community <laughs> over demonic possession. Although I know. Or would you agree that... Yeah, they're split into everyone that says it's bollocks and him. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe the, the odd, maybe the odd doctor priest. Well, yeah. Or maybe... Look, just because you've got fucking degrees from two universities doesn't mean that you can't be a religious bellend. Yeah. Or just a fucking raving lunatic, in all fairness. Yeah. Just remember that fucking meme I sent you the other day? It was like some fucker tweeted, like, um... Never mind facts, like sort of God is stronger than that, it's faith, yes, you know, yeah. like, facts don't apply. So even in the face of facts that prove otherwise, you, you've got to go with faith. What the f- Yeah, so I've got a quote similar to that where some bloke was like, if the Bible said the two plus two equals five, I'd look at the Bible, try to understand it, but then accept it anyway. Mm. Yeah, but, but two plus two doesn't equal five. But it's no. in the Bible. Yeah, it's but, not a geologist that believes in God. He says, even though my scientific people say that these dinosaurs are so many billion years old, yeah. you know, I have to believe in the book and the good, you know, the good right. word of God. Do you know what I mean? He's a geologist. The thing is, that's just a waste of education. <laughs> that's just a waste of time, him doing that. Yeah. If it, that's the conclusion I come to. An interview with, um, a debate with... Um, Dawkins, 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 it was Dawkins, yeah. Yeah, you've got to talk about new one, isn't it, to be fair. Dawkins is pretty shit after the old debating. Dr. Richard Gallagher. So, uh, with 25 years of experience under his belt as a private psychiatrist that complements his two teaching positions at both New York Medical College and Columbia University, I think Columbia's quite prestigious. Sack him. Uh, <laughs> Dr. Gallagher believes he holds a unique vantage point in discerning, discerning between human and non-human or satanic behaviour. Friend of the show, Satan, give me a show to it. <laughs> uh, he insinuated to the Telegraph, that's the UK Telegraph, during a recent interview that demons know full well how to trick human beings because they possess far more advanced cognitive faculties. They routinely use these mental smarts, quote, to control the humans they possess, causing many of them to commit atrocities and other evils against people and life forms. In Dr. Gallagher says, hang on, his quote is saying, they're very, very smart. <laughs> These beings occupy the demonic realm. The intelligence level of a fallen angel, which is what I call them, is far superior to human beings. Here's a question. Okay. So demonic possessions, that could be, that's the sort of thing that uh, could happen in the Ghostbusters universe, isn't it? Yeah, ghost possession. So because there's ghosts in the Ghostbuster universe, does that mean that God exists in the Ghostbuster universe? Like hell and heaven? This, I guess so. There's gotta be, but then again, Ray's an atheist. He says in the film, uh, mm. what Winston says to him, well, what, what do you think of Jesus? Yeah, yeah, he's like, never met him. When they're driving. So Ray's an atheist. He's a scientist. Mm. So, but he also catches ghosts for a living. But then again, it, but like is that. that a spirit? But do they catch ghosts? It might have nothing to do with God. It's a dimensional thing. It maybe. might be a dimensional thing, or it could be some kind of just, I don't know, imprint of the way they. I mean, why did, why did Slimer end up as a mm. as a blob rather than a do a really fat guy? Yeah. Why was? Yeah. You know? Why wasn't he? Didn't he come back in his human? Maybe they're form? aliens. <laughs> wow, that's an outside take, fair play. Interdimensional. Oh. I, I go for something, some sort of Echoes, dimension crossover. Yeah, okay. 
That's a good, that's a pretty, I think I've just hit on a very deep philosophical question that someone should write a paper on in uni. Does but, God exist in the Ghostbuster universe? But then again, saying that, wasn't the rituals being done by the guy on top of the skyscraper in Spook Central? Mm -hmm. Wasn't that sort of, that was a trans-dimensional thing, wasn't it? Bring yeah. through the gods who were here but were banished, or bring through the interdimensional beings that were here and banished. Goza. Goza. Mm. You know, and, and the old uh, Zool Dogs. Oh, amazing. Yeah. Could I... Put a pause in it for a second, though, yeah. while we ponder the existence of God. I'm sure we, well, it's been happening for the last 2,000 years, isn't it? I'm sure we've been <laughs> five minutes. That's it, pretty much, isn't it? So, uh, yeah, demonic possession, it's rife. We've had several articles on that, actually, over the last last year or so. Yeah, it's people just trying to explain away everything getting shittier in yeah. general. Yeah, well, can we scroll back down, because that was awesome, that little quote there at the end. Oh, it was from the Pope directly. The Pope? The Pope himself. A quote from the Pope? The Pope. Pope Francis himself. Was it, come here little one? <laughs> no. 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 It was a bit more a possession, funnily enough. <laughs> You're mine, <laughs> little one. Um, Pope Francis has also commented on the phenomenon, explaining to his followers that Satan is indeed, quote, a real being who's roaming the earth to devour souls like a lion. Prove pretty, it! Pretty fucking metal, though. It is metal as fuck, but prove it. Yeah. He's saying that as if it's factual information. Yeah. Satan is a real being. Oh, what, he's a man. Like in the films, Devil's Advocate and all that. I love that film. You know, is that, is that what he's saying? Is that, does he look like Al Pacino? Hopefully. You know? Young Al Pacino. I'd be like, well, Al, I'm amazing. You know. <laughs> <laughs> he does do a lot of wooing in that film as well, actually. <laughs> You've got a great ass! <laughs> no, when, when he fucks Keanu Reeves' wife, he's like, well, let's just say that, you know, on a scale of one to ten, one mm. being extremely old, ten being the most fucked up shit you've ever done in your life, mm -hmm. I'd say it was, it was, it was 11. <laughs> 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 oh, wow, Al. Well, wow. Cheers, Al. Right. Good oh, movie, wow. though. I do love that movie. Mm. What's happening then? Move on. What's next one? one? Alien metal brought to Earth on meteor that killed dinosaurs could cure cancer. That's metal as fuck. Very metal. Yeah, we should do alien metal. What a fucking headline. Is that like a sub-genre yeah. for Solar Ward and alien metal? Well, no, it's a, it's a genre of music. Alien assimilate, metal. Assimilate, assimilate. You could probably get 10,000 people screaming that. Assimilate. Yeah, so well, hey, was should we read it? Creepy, sexless, sexless, sexless dudes. Could I read this one? Why would I want to read a band? <laughs> I'm dressed as sexless <laughs> dudes. Do alien metal. Do alien metal. Can I read when, this when one? When the whole point of being in a band is to use your dick as much as possible. Okay. Great, I'm going to dick. Yeah, but I, I would like, I have. Can we please, <laughs> I'm going to read this one. I, and okay. I would like to draw attention to the name of the man who wrote it. Could we scroll ever so slightly back up? Mark Waghorn. Uh, Don't wag your horn at me. Mark. Uh, Mark with your horn. An alien metal brought to Earth on the meteor that wiped out the dinosaurs could cure cancer. Wow. Alien you win metal! Some, you lose some, do you know what I mean? All the dinosaurs dead, but in the future. It's going to be. Uh, I'm, no I'm kind of glad they're dead in a way, because if I was walking home tonight, I'd have to be on, on my guard for raptors hiding in people's <laughs> headrooms. Clever girl. <laughs> I, mean, I, I see one in front of me. <laughs> and then hear a rustle in the hedgerow next to me. And the claw ticking. Clever girl. And then I'm just 
attacked. Uh, you know, I don't want that. So I'm glad they're dead. Yeah, I, I'm just saying, it's so for them. <laughs> I don't want to go home carrying a toll gauge against uh, Raptor attack. Uh, okay, known as a ribbon. Pterodactyl swoop in the sky at me. Ah, <laughs> oh, fuck, bang, bang. Uh, they get safe as a T-Rex around the corner. <laughs> the T-Rex comes, moves into the neighbourhood, the fucking T-Rex we called out. Nah, a lot of Bring them get down. stabbed. They get stabbed and mugged quite a lot. T-Rex is not carrying wallets, guys. This is Telford. <laughs> Watch how this majestic gang of chavs brings down the T-Rex. <laughs> I'm nothing but Swiss Army knives. <laughs> no, they have butcher's knives from their mum's kitchen block. Anyway. Anyway, sorry. Known as Iridium. It's the world's rarest element. Wow. Ooh. I thought that was uh, that's vibranium. Yeah, well, isn't it, un- it. Isn't it unobtainium? <laughs> unobtainium, <laughs> yeah. No, it's not on Earth. Fuck unobtainium. Blasting Fuck it, it it's shitty laser beam decision making produces a poisonous form of oxygen that is deadly for tumour cells and harmless for healthy ones. Woo-hoo. Experiments showed it penetrates the nucleus of cancer cells by latching onto the blood protein albumin. It could revolutionise treatment for the deadliest forms of the disease. Say the British scientists, it becomes toxic only when exposed to light. An existing treatment known as photodynamic therapy. Dinosaurs, if you didn't know, ruled the earth millions of years ago. Oh, that's a relief. I thought they died out last Thursday. Oh, thanks for telling us that. I remember that 12 6,000 years ago, Ben. Oh, sorry, according well, to the, yeah, some parts of the church, 6,000 years ago. Well, they'll no, be we pleased to them. know that that yeah. activates the metal to kill them through oxidisation, where the cell's own oxygen is converted into a lethal form. Vitally, healthy tissue is unaffected. Peter, uh, Professor Peter Sadler, from the Department of Chemistry at Warwick University said, it's amazing, this large protein can penetrate into cancer cells and deliver iridium, which can kill them selectively on activation with visible light. Well, once you run out of that alien metal, then the asteroid will kill the dinosaurs, what are we doing uh, then? Mine asteroids? Well, are they going to uh, fucking start implementing it then and giving it to people? Big farm will be onto that. Yeah. When are they going to start giving it to people? It doesn't say that. No, it doesn't. Um, so you're fucking useless, Professor. Yeah, basically. Do, do we need any more? Not really, do we? No, I think that's the... Uh, when you go into, the, into how it's done, but... Yeah, it's a bit too technical. Yeah. You can look it up if yeah. you really want to listen. He says it's certainly no time to make, try to make good medical use of the iridium delivered to us by an asteroid 66 million years ago. Yeah, make a shield out of it for fuck's sake. Because yeah. Captain America, you need him. <laughs> Where is he, Gaz? <sighs> Don't ask me. Mm, apparently, platinum is already used in over half of cancer chemotherapies. Well, I'll tell you where he is. Sorry, Mike. But he, he, you want to know where Captain America is? If he was real, he'll be in Venezuela working for the American government to overthrow the fucking oh. Venezuela. You know, he's a fucking pawn. Yeah, it's a sad thing at the camp. But he does realise in the end and go against his own government. That's true. Uh, Civil War, great uh, film. Love Civil War. I love that it was. Have you ever read the book, the comic? Yes. Yes, many War, years so ago. Cap ends up beating the shit out of. Uh, spoilers if you listen, he beats the shit out of the Punisher and it's an awesome scene like uh, they end up rescuing the Punisher and they need anyone to be on their side so they're like yeah we'll take him back to our base but it's all sort of good guys some bad guys working together while in the base Punisher spots somebody he knows who he knows is a criminal just gets out a machine gun and like blasts the shit out of him and just murders him Oh fuck yeah! and yeah. Cap is literally like what 
The actual focus, oh, like he just murdered them yeah. in cold blood. And he's like, just lets him do it. He yeah, just lets he's, he respects him, him up, as yeah. a military. Like, he's like, I'm not going to fight back. Mm -hmm. He'd have got his ass kicked anyway. I digress, but that what was it. Think? Yeah. Oh, oh sorry, sorry. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I thought the other way around then. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. But Absolutely, but, yeah. Yeah, he would have, but. I still respect that he let himself get. He just did let himself get beat up, didn't mm. he? Because he's like, no, no, oh, yeah, I respect you too much. There you go. Fair enough. Love it. Right, what are we doing? Is it time for... Full Alex. If I could do a drum roll, I would. <laughs> Were you trying to get crazy with this scene? Don't you know I'm local? So this is the favourite game show in this flat where Mike finds us a couple of random uh, weirdos from the internet. We puts up against the uh, patron saint of the criminally insane. <laughs> Not criminally, maybe. Well, no, Soon, to Soon to be. Soon to be. Soon to be. Uh, insane Alex Jones. And then we decide who has gone more full Alex this week. Remember, it's okay to go a little bit Alex. Half Alex is alright. Three quarters Alex, maybe. Never full Alex. No. Never go full Alex. So, who we got first, Mike? First up, world's creepiest Trump supporter as a George Soros Trump stamp. Okay. <laughs> well, that's a contradiction in terms. Yep. God bless Trump and God bless America. Go Trump! Go Trump! Go Trump! Go Trump! Go Trump! So, that's Obama. That's Hillary Clinton. Who is that? Oh, down there, Osama bin Laden. No, that's the Ayatollah Khomeini, and then the worst <laughs> enemy of the United States is on top. Don't you know who that is? On top, uh... George Soros. <laughs> so he's got Hillary Obama, the Ayatollah. So on your back, you got George Soros, Hillary Clinton, Obama, and the Ayatollah. As negative, not positive. Right. <laughs> you can see Michael the Archangel casting the demon into. The and then you have below them the enemies of the United States and its constitution. So can you explain why uh, Soros, Obama, Clinton, and the Ayatollah are the enemies of the state? Oh, come on, you know that. If you don't know that, you shouldn't be at a Trump rally. That means that you are... I want, I'm just trying... You're 101 if you don't know George Soros is the biggest, largest donator to anti-American causes. I know that he's a huge Democratic donor. No, he's not accused. He's the backer of... No, a huge Democratic donor. It's not Democrat. There's no Democratic Republic. There's progressive, left-wing, American-hating, constitutional rights for the United States of America, and then on the uh, right, there's conservatives. It's not Democrat Republican anymore. And that's why people get fooled. They listen to the media about Republicans and Democrats. It's not that way anymore. It is enemies of the United States, and then there's the constitutionalists that are for the way our forefathers saw the United States of America. Well, so Soros was just sent a bomb as well as two of the other people on the back of your, sh you know, back. Uh, well, Obama, Obama, we're going to take a long time to uh, to uh, straighten out the damage that Obama did to this country. It's going to take a long time. Not, not, not. Hopefully Trump is going to be here eight years and he'll do a big dent of it, but it's going to take longer than that. What do you think of the bomb sent to Soros? 
I think that was a ploy. They weren't even set to go off. It wasn't even a, it was a political stunt, not a real stunt. If it was a real stunt, then they would have been uh, geared to go off. And I, that's not right for anybody to do that. You do what I do, and you have a, a political opinion like this. This is not a shirt. This is what I believe, and it's on my back to prove it. And by the way, I work with Donald Trump at the Taj Mahal in Atlantic City. He was a great man then, and he was an even greater man now. And the only reason why I have something like this is because he's the President of the United States. Well, I didn't reckon Mystery's back tap, to be fair. <laughs> I don't do shit. Imagine! I mean... Obama, Hillary, the Ayatollah, yeah. and George Soros on top, because he's a being, master of... Being cast Hillary. into hell by the Archangel Michael. Yeah. And I do think it's a very good tattoo. It was bollocks. The Ayatollah! <laughs> I mean, and he didn't have any other tattoos, so it's like, in the last couple of years, that man has been to a tattooist and went, I want a giant back piece, and I want it to be this. Yeah, and it probably wasn't a really, well, it was some really dodgy fucking backstreet right wing tattooist who didn't mind doing it. Cause it yeah. Yeah. Oh, Lord. So, why did he put his shirt back on at the end? Was he, do you think he was a bit embarrassed by the end? He's not embarrassed, is he? No, no he's, he put his shirt back on. He had he a, a pink shirt on the Show the camera. He wanted to look He's cool. He's proud of it. I thought he was a, a like a, a, a fatter Ric Flair. <laughs> yeah, he, he, he did. He did. He looked like a Ric Flair wannabe. But, but that would have been a better video if at the end he went, woo! <laughs> and uh, like walked off in the Ric Flair, you know. Yeah, it would have been actually. Yeah, you're right. And I noticed that the big wraparound shades to probably conceal his identity a little bit. Or because it's an extremely sunny place. <laughs> no, I'm thinking if he's, sort of, <laughs> he's got that on his back for a reason, if he was that proud of it, He'd had it down his arms. Ben, he was showing up on camera. He's yeah, telling with his face covered partially. Oh, he's proud of it. You can tell in his voice. He's, not he's proud to of it there. Face, he's wearing something. He's proud of it. Yeah, that's enough to put your um, identity out. Yeah, but I don't think that's his reasoning. But so she, in the background, it's a well, very clear, no, 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 very. Obviously, when he goes back to his little little desk job, wherever he works. No, no, it's him. You know, that hair actually. Yeah, I mean, you can still identify someone who's well, like still, sunglasses on. Well, he's still a bit fucking crazy, though, isn't he? Well, obviously <laughs> he's a fucking knobhead, but he's the last line was the most telling one. The only reason I have this tattoo is because Trump's president. Having Trump as a president gives these people the confidence yeah. to, like, come out with their, um, you know, which they're entitled to, as long as they're not, you know. And then, to his credit, he did say bombing people's not right. Yeah. He did so, say that. You know, yeah. that's one thing. Well, he also didn't deny the fact they were sent bombs. Oh, they weren't designed oh. to go off, so it's all right. He basically he's... said it was a false flag, didn't he? Yeah. Mm. Okay, well, we're off to a good start. That's And that's just your average Trump man on the street. Yep. Maga man. All right, who we got next, then? Next up, we got Mark Taylor. Oh, very before. Fire Prophet, is he? Fire Prophet, exactly, yeah. He, he says, says, we had him before. Yeah. Okay. He says, the arrests of Obama and Clinton have already happened in the spirit. Oh, well. <laughs> We're going to have civil unrest whether we like it or not. So that's, <laughs> that's coming. That's coming. It's just a matter of how bad is it going to be. You know, they're trying to educate people at what's coming. Uh, if you notice on Fox the other night, they played uh, something about the Clintons and, and you know, yeah. their, all their stuff that was going, that's been going on for years. Now, why are they doing that? Why all of a sudden would Fox do that? It's because simple fact is, is they're trying to prepare the people for what's coming. They're trying to educate people that these are criminals. These guys are not patriots. They've committed treasonous acts, and they're going to go down. Now, we've got to be careful how we do it. There's a fine line, like you said, because the civil unrest could get really bad, and it turns into a civil war, which is what we don't want. 
because you don't want someone like the UN or you want some other foreign country coming here and invading us right in the middle of the Civil War. So we, this is where we got to be careful. But the bottom line is this. I got this order right here. It's full of prophetic words that, that God has given me. They're God's words. I, I give all the glory to God for it, the Lord Jesus himself. But the Lord said justice is coming. This is what people have to stand on. Justice is coming. I have said in there that the Clintons were going to go down, or God has said that the Clintons were going to go down, Obama was going to go down. It doesn't matter how long it takes. The bottom line is it has been spoken. It has been decreed. It's done and over with. It's already happened in the spirit. Now it just has to manifest in the natural. So people just need to sit back and relax and get your popcorn. Watch the show, folks. <laughs> <sighs> wow. Wow. It's been so, because I said it I said it would happen and it hasn't mm. happened. But God said it would happen. God said it happened. It happened in the spirit. Mm. They're arrested in spirit. They're not aware of it, but they're arrested in spirit. Mm. And but it's gonna happen. Anytime. So now. I'm right, I am right, honestly I'm right. Mm. None of my promises have come fucking true, because I spent three promises about fucking Naburu. But anyway, none of them will come true. Then make a wish. Anything? Anything you want. Do I have to tell you? No. no. Okay. Right. You made a wish? Yeah. I promise you. He has decreed. Right. It will come true. But it's got to take time. <laughs> right. You've just got to sit back and get your popcorn. Oh, alright. And wait it out. Okay. And trust me. Do you think he believes his own bullshit? No, I think he's making too much money out of it to. Just keep spouting more. Fucking prophecy. <laughs> Look at him with his Britney Spears microphone and his shitty little home office. Like, oh, I've got direct contact with God, I have. Yeah, in my oh, office. Have you? Have you, Mark? My name's Mark. Oh, hello, I'm Mark Taylor. Prophetic voice, Mark Taylor. <laughs> the prophetic voice, Mark Taylor, with the direct That's link like, to God. a shit wrestling name. Oh, <laughs> the, coming God. in, the defending champion. The prophetic voice. Oh, Give me the microphone. <laughs> he just does I am going to lose this match. <laughs> One, two, three, see? <laughs> I told you. The prophetic voice. Blow with the next one. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, fuck this fucking lunatic. <laughs> What's Alex got? Dangerous bastards. Spouting their shite. Shite. Alex is talking about the Rosicrucians. Okay, the real, the, the real Illuminati. I've man. heard the Rosicrucians yeah. before. They're people, aren't they? They are from a time. From a time in history. Indeed, they are. <laughs> <laughs> That's not we all. You've narrowed it down. I got that. You've narrowed it down to absolutely everybody that's ever existed. <laughs> Fantastic. Oh, yeah. It's worth a round of applause. History is not my strong point, but I try. Thank <laughs> well, you very much. I got there. <laughs> so, um, I don't know what to do with the Knights Templar. Uh, you know what? I honestly don't know. It's something to do with the Illuminati. Uh, and possibly Alex will tell us. But <laughs> <laughs> Alex will inform us. No, he'll shout it at us aggressively. <laughs> they'll sink him better that way. <laughs> Does he scream in this I one? I can't remember. Listen, here's here's what happened yesterday. So I'm listening to your program. Uh, it's the middle of the day. I, I had a day off. I thought, you know what, I'm going to take a nap. Uh, like anything, I thought, let me I just start 
started Googling your name, you know, because I, I enjoy your show, I, and I'm very intrigued with what you do, and, and I thought, well, I'll just get a little bit more information, and boom, out of nowhere, I read this article that says that you're a Freemason. Now, I, let, me, let me first of all say that I haven't met a Freemason that I haven't liked. You know, I have to probably say that I have major Masonic roots. I have never been part of a Masonic lodge. Uh, I have never taken Masonic oaths or rituals. Uh, a lot of my family, because uh, Texas was pretty much Masonic through and through, was Masonic, high-level Masonic. And they were very, very good people. George Washington was a Mason. And all it is is a university study of religions, of philosophy, and of building, and of mathematics, and of agrarian systems. And so what you see as Masons today is just those schools going on. And there have been hundreds of different variants and groups and Rosicrucian orders within the Masons and the Illuminati. Uh, founded in Germany, was a counter-Illuminati to the real Illuminati. Sir Francis Bacon, all of that, hundreds of years before the Jesuit priest Adam Weishaupt. The modern Illuminati was a Catholic spinoff in an attempt to take over the Illuminati and the Rosicrucians. And, and yes, undoubtedly my family on both sides on the Mayflower hardcore Protestants, you could say Rosicrucians. This country was founded by real Rosicrucians, not the Rosicrucians you see out there today. And so undoubtedly, um, if you want to say it, I mean, I would say I come out of a classical enlightenment family of what you would call real Illuminati, uh, real enlightenment. And I'll just say it here, everybody asks me who I am, I'll tell you. There's no secret society, there's no secret messages, there's no secret handshakes. There's freedom, there's Jesus Christ, there's free market, there's family, there's the will to He's fight tyrants. That's what there is. The will to fight evil. The will to build a new civilization. The, the will and the dream to build that new Atlantis was special and was pure. And now the globalists have hijacked the new Atlantis and they've used it to take over the world and sell the opposite of what this country was founded on and it tears my heart out. So it's easy for lesser men to write an article claiming I'm in some secret society and a mason. I'm in the society of humanity. There are no secrets. What's your entire show built on you babbling fucking idiot? There are no secrets. Next day, what, what are you talking about on the show the next day then, Alex? But fuck it. For me, this week, I think... Did you go back through it? He was first. Oh, yeah, first recap. Role. So we had uh, Rick, old Ric Flair <laughs> telling everyone that George Soros is uh, Obama and Hillary and the Ayatollah. And who's the other one? That was it. Oh, that was it. Woo. They're being cast into hell by the Archangel Michael. <laughs> he's got that tattoo on his back. And that's because they're the greatest enemies in America. To be the man, you've got to beat the man. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> the, then we had um, prophetic voice, Mark Taylor. Um, basically, yeah, they, the Obama and Hillary have been arrested in spirit, but not in the flesh. But I was right, nonetheless. Because <laughs> I'm saying I'm right. 
And Alex admitting he's Illuminati, real Illuminati, lighted. Yeah, and lies an individual. Um, he thinks he's <laughs> fucking Buddha, doesn't he? <laughs> <laughs> Looks like him. <laughs> <laughs> An angry Buddha. Angry yeah, Buddha, angry yeah. Buddha. Uh, But, yeah, so Alex saying, <laughs> I'm not a Buddha. Mason. That'd um, be a good band name, wouldn't it? Anti-Buddha. Angry Buddha. Angry Buddha. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. So Alex saying, I'm not a Mason, I'm not part of the Illuminati, but my family are, and I know loads of people that are, and it's nothing nothing dodgy, it's just all about worshipping God and the school of mathematics and science and blah, blah, blah. Jesus Christ! And Jesus Christ! wanting to uh, create the New Atlantis. The New Atlantis, the New World Order, which he's constantly going on about. But he says the globalists have, have hijacked it for their own uh, global purposes. Global cabal. So he's part of the good Illuminati. Uh, the good, yeah. uh, the counter Illuminati was formed in Bavaria. That's right. Yes. So he's part of the true Illuminati. Um, His dad was a fucking dentist in Texas, and a Mason, high-ranking Mason on both sides. Remember? For me, it's guy number two this week because he thinks he's connected to God and he thinks he's getting prophecy. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah, yeah, go with that. yeah. He's just very mentally ill. Yeah. Alex was just bigging himself up again, like, oh, I'm totally connected to the Mason family, and by the time I was 17, I'd slept with 500 adult women. Yeah. <laughs> and really one, beautiful women. And won fist fights. Yeah. I, I, I used to fist fight guys twice my age when I was 12. Like, it's just, he's doing one of them again this week. Yeah. I'm from yeah. basically, I'm from, I'm basically, basically, what I'm saying to you, basically, not quite, but nearly, I'm not far off royal. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm the best blood you can get in this country. Yeah. Fuck off, Alex. I like you, Alex, but I also hate you. Saint Alex. Saint Alex, sorry. Patron saint of the show. One of them. Part of the Holy Trinity. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, so there you go. What do you think, boys? Yeah, I'll, go with that too. I'll, I'll go with the prophetic voice who hasn't prophesied a single <laughs> fucking thing correctly. The pathetic yeah. voice. The pathetic <laughs> voice. <laughs> Well, good luck to the people of Venezuela. I mean that. Yeah, that's all I can do to help you, but you'll be, yeah, you'll be alright eventually. When the US invades you. Oh shit! <laughs> Generals gathered in their masses. Uh, yeah. Didn't do very well in the rack with civilian casualties, did they? Uh, should we try and end on a happy note? Um, oh, any, any happy weird news this week? Um, it's all pretty miserable. Yeah. Well, anyhow, climate change, 30 years, the planet will be uninhabitable anyway. <laughs> wow. Good night, folks. <laughs> and if you've had fun, please tune back in next week <laughs> for more shits and giggles with the boys from the apocalypse. Indeed. <laughs> Fucking So, uh, I've been Ben. I want to say don't drink the flavour aid and uh, don't join a cult. Uh, I've been Gaz. Thanks for listening. If you have been, and uh, free Biff Tannen, and probably, um, what was her name? Lorraine McFly, you should probably free her as well, but that's a complicated story that I'll explain <laughs> at another time. <laughs> Goodbye. In the Back to the Future special. Yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. Oh, fuck's sake. Yeah, <laughs> please, fuck's sake. Oh yeah, he hates us, he hates so, us yeah. Oh, we're doing it. Yeah. <laughs> it's actually your pick. I'm going back in time. That is my pick, we've just picked it live on air. Back to the Future right, special. Well, i tell you what, then, you're right in the note for that one. Alright, then I fucking will. All right, you can spend twice the length <laughs> of a film that's actually on writing the notes out. I'll print them off somewhere.
It'll be fine. Anyway, let's wrap up the show. You're going to watch it. You're going to take notes. No. I've said it enough times. I can just talk. No. Anyway, I really need a wee. Can we wrap it up? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I'm in Mike. Thanks for listening. Peace out. May the force be with you. Okay, thanks for listening. Happy birthday, guys. Oh, yeah. Cheers. Cheers. It's my birthday special, so we'll watch all three films, Ben. Woo!